As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. There's no crying in baseball! I ate his liver with some father beans. I skinned. If I can change, and you can change, everybody can change! And welcome to another episode of Your Next Favorite Movie. I'm your host, Josh G. We're back with another deep dive review, so let's welcome back our recurring guest, Chad. Hi, I'm that dirty feeling you get after you stick your hand down in somebody's pants. No, wait, that didn't come out right. <laughs> oh, that, that's going to be fitting for this episode. <laughs> Thank oh you my for God. To me. <laughs> oh, just so you guys have some clarification, <laughs> listeners, Chad has been very energetic tonight, so we have had a hard time trying to start this show, oh and this is what we're going to get probably for the rest of the show. Really, so. Can we go back and do a take two on that? No, we're good. Keep on going. <laughs> we're keeping that. And that's Chris. And I'm Chris. <laughs> I can't call anything better. <laughs> no, I don't think there's any topping that. Chad, Chad just stole the night. <laughs> All right, and tonight we are here to talk about a movie. Just Friends? No, that's not it. Playing Melancholy Baby? No. Boy Meets Girl? Nah. Blue Moon? Words of Love? It had to be you. Harry? This is Sally? How they met? Nah. You guys know it as when Harry met Sally. Someone is staring at you in personal growth. Imagine me and you. I do. I know him. I think about you day and night. You know, the first time we met, I really didn't like it that much. Think about the girl you I didn't like you. Yeah, you did. So happy together. You look like a normal person, but actually you are the angel of death. I can't see. You are a human affront to all women, and I am a woman. Yes! Yes! Want to spend the night in a motel? When Harry met Sally. Yay, Josh putting in all the titles. <laughs> no, I just have to say, I'm glad they went with the title they chose, because all Me those too. other titles suck. Well, yeah. supposedly, we're bad. I think what was they had a competition amongst the crew about who can come up with a better title and well, then use that because those so, are some terrible titles yeah, so they didn't have a, a title when they were making this movie it just nothing was really settled okay so yeah supposedly was a competition to find out who can come up with a better title that's what i read all right so when harry met sally was released on july 21st 1989 Currently has a Rotten Tomato critic score of 91% and an audience score of 89%. This movie was made on a budget of $16 million. If you didn't look it up, chat, would you care to guess how much this movie made? Uh, I imagine it was probably pretty popular. Um, well, let, let me refresh your know. memory. Terms of Endearment was made on $8 million and made $108 million. So, Oh, God. So you're asking me to... <laughs> I'm just asking you just a pie in the sky number as, here. Uh, how successful is that? Less successful? Because this cost double the money that movie did. I'm going to say it was probably almost as successful. I know the ballpark range. What's the ballpark range, Chris? I think it was like 92 million. Oh, 93.2. Yeah. 93? Okay. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. 
Okay, yeah. So it was uh, pretty popular with audiences. Well, and you know what then. they did too for their strategy? They released it through limited release, and then they wanted to get word of mouth going mm-hmm. to get interest, and in which that worked out. And then they eventually ended up releasing the movie in other places. So they slowly opened it to wider audiences. Oh. So they okay. didn't go for a wide release right away. All right, this movie, obviously, we get Billy Crystal as Harry, Meg Ryan as Sally. Those are pretty much your main players. You do get Carrie Fisher as Marie, mm-hmm. and I think his name was Bruno Kirby as Jess. Okay, yeah. This movie is written by Nora Ephron, who went on to direct Meg and Ryan in Sleepless in Seattle, and You've Got Mail later on. And, of course, was directed by Rob Reiner, who directed such... Great movies as A Few Good Men, Misery, Stand By Me, The Princess Bride. So definitely a good resume under his belt. Yeah. And then he was also an actor himself. So exactly. I know <laughs> one of his famous roles was in the TV series All in the Family. Yeah. That's right. He was meathead, wasn't he? Yes, he was. All right. So we're going to dive right in. So obviously you just get your opening credits with some nice piano music playing. I didn't take any. By Harry no. Connick Jr. Yep. He was the... Uh, the guy who did the music for the movie this summer out. He, was, he had to be really young. <clears throat> yeah, he had to be super young. Yeah. He had yeah. to be like in his 20s, I would imagine. He actually ended up winning a Grammy for this. Really? Yeah. Wow. And then, of course, there's some more facts I'm going to give you guys. I've read up on, like, apparently Rob Reiner, he was married to Penny Marshall. Hmm. And then they went through a divorce. So his divorce and him talking with... Uh, Oh my gosh, Epron, the Epron, regular first name, Nora. <laughs> Thank you. That inspired this movie. Oh. And then she actually ended up um, interviewing a bunch of people, like just a bunch of couples, even people on the set to kind of get. Di- so some of the dialogue is stuff that she actually got from people that she interviewed just to kind of. That's pretty things. cool. Yeah. I mean, like, <clears throat> and Billy okay. Crystal was also a big influence on a lot of the pieces and dialogues in the movie as well and some of the ideas so i, I don't know it's it pretty amazing how collaborative it was mm-hmm. and i sit there and i think even when they went to production they were still thinking off the top of their heads and adding more to it because apparently billy crystal thought the script was pretty plain until when he read it initially and was the one who injected more of the comedy so now we get our first of what's going to be many. We get these like vignettes of older couples sitting down, basically telling their life story. Now, I thought it was the real couples. It turned out these are stories that, like you said, they were collecting. I know Rob Reiner collected a bunch and they got actors to mm-hmm. uh, tell them out. So this first one is just saying that he had saw her in a cafeteria and he told his friend he'd marry her. And two two weeks later, they were married and they've been together for over 50 years. And I was like, oh, wow, pretty crazy. Yeah. All right. And then we get our actual story started. And we're starting off at the University of Chicago, 1977. And we see (laughs) the character of Harry. He's just standing there kissing kissing some girl and chatting. I just can't help but laugh at this because, like, Billy Crystal at this point was like 40. (laughs) Yeah. Well, when he made the movie, when he made the movie, yeah. Yeah. The actor. Was that like was 40 so years old? He's playing this like yeah. you know, 18 year old kid. <laughs> but that's what's kind of scary. I sit there and go, man, I am the same age as Billy Crystal was when he made and when this film was released. 
roll around close to that. Close to it. Yeah. You're not right. quite there, but you're close to it. But yeah, yeah. I, like I just couldn't help but laugh. It was like, man, like, and you know, just like sort of a, I don't know, like I feel like the way that they were speaking was like somebody from an older um, age, you mm-hmm. know, more mature age, I guess. Well, to be but fair, he is, he is supposed to be like 22. At this point, they're graduating and moving. So yeah. I'll give him that 22, 23 range. Still not but much still, better, but <laughs> he has like almost 20 years older, you know, well, the actor look, is than his character look, is at this point. If you look at that movie, Clifford, Martin Short was 40 years old, literally playing a 10 year old kid. And it wasn't <laughs> like as a joke, he legitimately was playing a 10 year old kid. Oh my God. <laughs> so, <laughs> no. I mean, I've seen crazy losing an ear. Dad's losing an ear. <laughs> Have you seen Have you seen Clifford? You no, know I haven't. Oh, but now I oh. want to. <laughs> I watched it for the first time last year. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And you got the dad from Beethoven, Charles Grodin, in it. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. I think I remember it now. Nineties movie, uh, right? Yeah, it's from the nineties. Yeah. Okay, I think I remember. It. Yeah, I think I remember it now. Oh man, I don't uh, recall this, but I have to check it out now. <laughs> I think if you saw clips, it will bring yeah, it'll bring some memories. Anyway, yeah, so. They All right, so yeah, he's just there. and he's kissing his girlfriend. I know that. He's just, just grossy and annoying. They're just. You know, like, he's like, I love you. He's like, I love you too. <laughs> and of course, <laughs> Sally drives up in her little, I don't know what it was, Pinto or something that she was driving. I want to say station wagon, but I don't think station wagon would be the right word. It was it was and smaller. Course, than she's that. just like, Ugh. Ugh. yeah. I, I mean, I would that. too. Ugh. I'm driving up to pick someone up and they're just standing there making out, I'd be kind of annoyed too. And find out that's yeah. her friend and that Harry is going to be riding friend, with... Right? Yeah, yeah, the lady's her friend. I think it's her friend Amanda, but I'm not... Amanda, sure. yep. Yep. And then they're gonna we find out Harry's going to be riding with Sally to New York. So, these are our two main characters, so we're getting into it early. We're going to go into our who could have been who section. So first up, considered for Harry, we have Tom Hanks, but he considered the role to be too lightweight. So basically, he seemed like he was above this role, which is kind of weird in the late 80s because this would have been the year after Big. It's not like yeah he had gone on to do Philadelphia well, and, and stuff yet. Well, then he may have had a point because, you know, it wasn't until Billy Crystal again when he read it, he thought it was pretty plain you know, himself. You bring, so. You're bringing that up. That's, that's a fair point. And I guess yeah. Billy Crystal could adapt to it. And I guess Hank yeah. didn't feel like he could. So also consider Michael Keaton. Okay. Albert Brooks turned down the role. Harrison Ford, Bill Murray, Jeff Bridges. I don't yeah, know how far into consideration these people got. It's just what right. I find looking it up. Yeah. And then some people consider for Sally. Susan Day was the original choice, but she turned it down. Mm-hmm. And then Molly Ringwald was considered. And she had to decline because she was just too busy at the time. And then also Elizabeth Perkins and Elizabeth McGovern. I forgot to look It's funny because Elizabeth uh, Perkins was in Big as well. Was in Big with Tom <laughs> Hanks, yeah. <laughs> oh, I guess they want to try to rekindle that magic, or at least yeah. considered that. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess that's what they were considering. You're right. We find out that uh, they're on a 18 hour drive to New York. I guess from Chicago to New York, 18 hours. And Sally's trying to figure out, should we break up the drive? Should we do three six-hour shifts? <laughs> yeah. She's kind of like, okay, I got this figured out. She's, you know, it sounds like someone she's 
uh, meticulous, I guess, with the, the planning of this trip. And he's just kind of like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I mean, they definitely set her her and their his characters up very early. Yeah, especially they, with their personalities. Very, yeah, yep. they established it very early and on. I like him, too. He gets the grapes. Yeah, I was like, he just starts doing it. Right <laughs> and then now. he just spits at the window. And he, yeah. I was like, didn't realize you had the window <laughs> <laughs> up. Right at the, at that but moment. it shows you she's probably particular about keeping her car clean. Yeah. You know, so she keeps the windows spotless. <laughs> and he's like, oh, sorry. And just puts the window down. Like that. Fixes it up. He didn't even wipe it off. I was like, ugh. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. Nasty. And he just kept going through the scene, which I was like, ugh, this is gross. So Harry, Harry's needs something to talk about. So he asked for the story of her life. And she says that she's going to New York to start her life. She doesn't feel like she's done anything yet. She's going to be a journalist. And he, he made some comment when she said this, like, so you're going to start your life by going to write for someone else or something oh, like that. To write no, about write about other people. people. Write about because other people. Could, she couldn't, uh, she, oh, yeah. she couldn't tell like what her life story was. So he's like, but yet you're going to be a journalist and you're going to tell other people's lives, but you can't <laughs> tell yours. Yeah. That's right. You're right. And then he's saying that she's just too happy. She doesn't have, Hey, she doesn't have a dark side. She's trying to argue she does. <laughs> and I love he, he's like, I read the last page of the book first. That way, if I die, I at least know the ending. <laughs> okay. That makes you that's have pretty, a dark side. That's pretty dark. That's, <laughs> um, that's like pretty dark, bleak look at life in a way. <laughs> I like her answer too, where she was like, well, she's like, that's awful. She's like, if that's all you're, you do, then you're basically wasting your life waiting for it. Pretty good snappy. Comment. Yeah, I love the dialogue in this movie. The, di- the dialogue yeah, between them is amazing. Probably some of the yeah. best dialogue I've seen well, in a long, long Yeah, that's the other thing I was actually going to bring up about this movie I thought was interesting because, I mean, really, for the most part, nothing, not a whole lot really happens for a big portion of the movie. But in order to keep you engaged, I think it was really the dialogue and asking each other the... I guess you could say a lot of the what if questions and kind of challenging each other, being a little antagonistic with each other, kind of made it really good. And then, of course, their chemistry is good. Yeah, I, was and I can't like I really imagine anyone else other than Meg Ryan in this role <laughs> because like Josh was reading those names, and I'm sitting there going, I don't think anyone could play it as kind of awkward as Meg Ryan. Yeah, did. she definitely played like a, as he says later on in the film, like tough and like hard as nails. I guess is what he like. Mm-hmm. He's very rigid. Yeah. Which right. you see a little oh, bit Oh, we get that early from the first bit, especially when they go to that restaurant here, yeah. that diner. I think. Yes, before we get that, they're discussing Casablanca. And she's talking about That's she, right. she she thinks Inger Bergman's character, oh my God, I can't think of her name in the movie, but should be with Victor Laszlo instead of, I can't think of Bogart's character in that movie either. <laughs> oh, you're good. We know who, at least we know the actor. We know the actor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course, good Harry, movie, though. And of course, that brings Harry to say that the way he's thinking, the way the relationships are, because she's, you know, she he's saying that they had great sex. That's why she wants to to go. And, and he's like, you must not have had great sex yet. Oh, this is great. I love this. Oh, yeah. Of course, you talk about it. This is, this is the part where they go into the restaurant, like you were saying. Yep. And then mm-hmm. that's where he's like, well, that's it. He's like, you he's like, you must have not had great sex. She's like, yes, I have. He's like, no, no, you didn't. And she's like, I have had plenty of great sex <laughs> right out in the <laughs> restaurant. And everybody just stops and like looks at her. I think that's interesting about these two is like 
we see a few times throughout the movie that they have no problem saying some things out loud. (laughs) (laughs) And then they just kind of stop and just kind of carry on with it. And there's a part of me that said, is this New York for real? (laughs) (laughs) This is how Chicago people are. Uh, anyway, yeah, go ahead, Josh. <laughs> yeah, well, no, she ends up saying that she's had sex with Sheldon, and Harry just doesn't believe her. Then you know, the person comes over, and this is where you oh, get yeah. another of her little quirks, like you talked about her being meticulous because mm-hmm. Harry just orders a cheeseburger or whatever. And I didn't write down how she did it, but she has a very particular way. Like, I want this on the side, I want this yeah. here, this here. And apparently, I think I read that that was. I think Nora Ephron that she did that in real life. That was how she did stuff, and that's where they oh, got God. it. Well, that was the inspiration. It was so funny because like she sits there with a lot of her orders. She's like, and only a smidget of this, and only a little bit of that, and but and this on the side, and oh yeah, it was like that because this scene totally describes like, her personality. The chef salad, but she wants the apple pie warm. Yep, but with the whipped cream or whatever. But she's like, if it's only if it's real cream, but if it's out of a can, then don't do it. She's like, we just don't want the pie. We're just like, no, no, I just want the pie cold. Yeah. Serve with ice cream, vanilla if you have it, or something like that. <laughs> yeah. She's like, and the waitress is just like, oh god. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's like looking at her like, are you are you serious right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know where you oh are, my god. man. What was it he told her too when he was like. No, you haven't had good sex with Sheldon. He's like, someone named Sheldon is someone that you would get like, uh, oh my God, what was it? <laughs> so like a, I want to say like a good therapy session or something. Or something some like that, good yeah. advice. Or he said like, Sheldon's wrong, not but... named he's like, bed or something. Yep, he's like, oh, Sheldon's not named Sheldon. Give it to me. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then after they get done with the ordering, he's asking why she broke up with Sheldon. At first, she doesn't want to talk about it. But finally, she tells him, about the underwear of the every underwear of the day or whatever, and they she broke up with, her. with every day of the week on it because he broke up with her because she did have Sunday <laughs> and he did he asked why and she told him and he didn't believe her and it was because apparently this they didn't make underwear with Sunday on it or something <laughs> so, like, so he broke up with her because he didn't think she changed her underwear on Sundays I guess so because of God it's God's day that's right that's what because it's God's oh, day yeah that's right. Oh, so then it comes to they're splitting up the bill, and Harry's just sitting there staring at her and tells her that she's attractive. And of course, Sally's upset. Like, why are you coming on to me? You're dating my friend. She's like, I guess we'll just, you know, we're just going to be friends. And Harry's like, we can't just be friends. Sex always gets in the way. Men and women can't be friends. And that becomes the whole thing of this movie is men and women can't be friends. Yeah. We are just going to be friends, okay? Great, friends. It's the best thing. You realize, of course, that we could never be friends. Why not? What I'm saying is, and this is not a come on in any way, shape, or form, is that men and women can't be friends because the sex part always gets in the way. That's not true. I have a number of men friends and there is no sex involved. No, you don't. Yes, I do. No, you don't. Yes, I do. You only think you do. You're saying I'm having sex with these men without my knowledge? No, what I'm saying is they all want to have sex with you. They do not. Do too. They do not. Do too. How do you know? Because no man can be friends with a woman that he finds attractive. He always wants to have sex with her. So you're saying that a man can be friends with a woman he finds unattractive? No, you pretty much want to nail him too. Yeah, yeah that's actually the real life conversation that Rob Renner and uh, Nora Ephron had. 
throughout the whole thing. And apparently, Rob Reiner is close to Billy Crystal. So when he went through his divorce with Penny Marshall, he would have regular conversations with Billy Crystal. And there's a scene later on that happens that's actually picked up from Rob Reiner and Billy Crystal's regular conversations. It was was one of the phone calls. Rob Reiner and more... Did they have like a sexual relationship or something? No, 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 no. See? No. They have their own question. As far as I know, no. As far as I know. I didn't read anything about them admitting anything like that. Okay. Chad, what what are your thoughts on that? I think it's possible. I mean, I think you can be friends with somebody uh, of the opposite gender. Yeah. I you know, our opposite sex, however you want to look at it, and still be friends. Yep. Because that's, I don't know, I, I kind of look at, that's, because I don't think it's impossible either. Mm-hmm. I can understand both points. I'm a Libra, so I have to, of course, look both sides of your scales. I know, I can't decide. <laughs> but, but I mean, that, that would be like saying that men will have, and there's probably some people who do this, that men will have sex with anybody. Doesn't matter what they look like or whatever the case may be, but I, I'm like, no, I don't think that's necessarily true either. Because I think one of the first things you got to have with somebody is some is immediately you see them, you got to have an attraction. You know, I if it's someone that you don't really find attractive to, I think it would be really hard to just go through. Not that. It's not impossible because there's always exceptions to the rule. <laughs> but, he brings that up, even the unattractive. Yeah. He's like, "Yeah, we want to have sex with them too." <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't know. To me, I find, I'm like, no, nah, I think it's possible to be friends, but yeah, absolutely. But um, I don't. But I can certainly understand the other's argument too because yeah, uh, even I can sit there like, even though I'm gay, and you know, my boyfriend met someone else who was knew when they were gay there's going to be a part of me in the back of my head thinking well is this guy going to try to that and that's what you know, i mean because like, I've, though... I've had that kind of experience before so you know so yeah i can see both points but i do think it's possible i feel so like it's gonna be it. i feel like it's gonna be incredibly tough because even if you're doing fine i think your partner is always going to wonder in their head at least the oh, same. Why, yeah. why are yeah well yeah. i mean you got to look at it from the whole situation so so, like, if you're with someone, Chad, and you start talking to this girl you met at work or whatever, and y'all are just friends, your girlfriend's probably going to be going, well, are they more? Oh, yeah. What are they doing? Why are they, Why is he talking to her more than he's talking yeah. to me? That doubt. It's just, it's, it seems like it's always there. I don't know yeah. if you can truly get all the way around it with all the parties involved, you know? Well, yeah, to me, I think that's something that would be... I feel like that no matter what, that's a conversation you, you can't avoid. It's going to come up and... Mm-hmm. You might as well just hit it, you know, hit it uh, head first. Just go and talk about it from the get go. <laughs> you know, just put all, try to put all doubts aside and try to say where you're coming from and how you feel. So assure your partner, basically. Assure yeah. your partner. <laughs> Do it every day if you got to. So after Harry well, tells also, him- Well, I was going to say, and also, like, as a guy, I can also say, I don't want to have sex with everyone. <laughs> The problem yeah. is when I take my clothes off, everybody wants to have sex with me. And that's the problem. <laughs> okay. Hot Chad has made an appearance. Yes. <laughs> Hashtag hot Chad. All right. So after Harry tells her about men and women can't have sex, you know, she says that she has plenty of male friends and never had sex. And he's like, yeah, but they wanted to have sex with you. <laughs> whether you, whether they've told you or not, he's like, 
They want to have sex with men they find attractive and unattractive. They don't care. They're still going to think about it. <laughs> and she's like, well, I guess then we, we're just not going to be friends. And that's too bad because you're the only person I knew in New York. Well, he makes kind of a good point in one respect. Because who hadn't sat there and thought you saw someone that, you know, no offense, not completely attracted to you one bit. But then you sat there in the back of your head and go, what would sex be like with that person? It reminds me of that Margaret Cho bit where she was like, have you ever seen someone so ugly that you can't help but imagine yourself in a sexual situation with them? Well, you know what? Basically, that's what I'm saying. I I got people at work and they'll say... God, they look so they're so ugly. Basically, that I bet they're really good at sex because they have to work extra hard at it. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! Well, that's horrible. That's bad. Well, I work in manufacturing. It's it's, it's as yeah, far it's as talking and conversations yeah. that happen. It's pretty horrible on a regular basis. Yeah. So they arrive in New York. They're singing. They're they're playing that one song. Yeah, who's, say the, who's the guy? I'll say tomorrow. Yeah, has a. <laughs> It's a wonderful oh, world. Yeah, Who is that guy? Louis Armstrong. <laughs> Louis, Louis Armstrong. Armstrong. Yep. Yes. Yeah, Louis Armstrong. But here, yeah. you say potato, I say tomato. <laughs> <laughs> I want tomato, you want tomato. Billy, a little oh, Harry. Oh, we'll see, Armstrong. This is the tonight. Yeah, yeah. Was, <laughs> we're lucky. <laughs> Harry pulls his stuff out of the trunk or whatever. He's like, hey, thanks for the ride. It's nice knowing you. Shake hands. It's Alex like, all right. Have a nice life. What did she do? She dropped him off like at the front of Central Park or something. Something like that. <laughs> like, yeah. was he going to go live in the park or something? Because he just like walks under the, the arch there into the park. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> it was just an awkward place to drop somebody. <laughs> yeah, especially like, back then, right? Back then, too, in 80s New York. I, I guess she had enough of them. It was, it, I guess. Just like, maybe fuck it, maybe, just maybe they had here. an argument while they were driving. She's like, you know what? You're getting out here. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> oh, and this is how we know. Well, he definitely getting... liked, uh, like I said, he liked to antagonist, uh, be antagonistic. very antagonistic. Yeah. Like, he definitely liked to ruffle her feathers a little bit. And he yeah. knew that. Yeah, you're right. He knew her, her buttons, if you will, and he knew how uh-huh. to push them. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with that. So now we cut back to one of those older couples telling their story, talking about how they were high school sweethearts, but then he had to move away in high school, but he never forgot her. And one day, like, 34 years later, he saw her, and they were immediately oh, back yeah, in love. Oh, yeah, that was a sweet story. Yeah. They they fell in love all those years later. Oh, yeah. that's, that, that made me smile. All right, now we cut. Now we got a time jump here, because this is where we see. Josh's like, yes, yeah, very sad. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> very sad. <laughs> all the stories are sweet. All these, little, these real stories. Like, I really like the aspect <laughs> that they put in these real stories of these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I love hearing all that. So, very sweet. Anyway, I'm going to keep this train of moving, Chad. (laughs) So, we cut. They were in an airport. We see that now, instead of Harry making out with a woman, we see Sally making out with a man. So, it's switched in this scene, you know, from the opening scene. And Harry's the one that walks by. And you can tell, like, he kind of, he kind of thinks he recognizes Sally, but he's not sure. But, Luckily, he somehow recognizes the guy. So, good thing there. He stops talking to him. He's like, I think his name was Joe. Yeah, that's his name. Yeah, something like, like that. Joe, yeah. is that you? Still, he's looking at it. And then when he walks off, she's like, I knew him. Oh, I remember thank him. God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, thank God he didn't recognize me. <laughs> right, right. And she proceeds to tell her boyfriend, Joe, 
Yeah. But yeah. I, drove, I drove with him to New York, Chicago. It was the worst night of my life. And she can't even remember her friend's name. Wow, he was dead. Yeah, first she couldn't. It's so. like only five years later. Like, that you, you forgot your college friend's name? Like, yeah. yeah. Five years <laughs> later? Wasn't that long ago. Wasn't that long right. ago. And right. Then she, then she does. And then she's like, oh, Amanda. Patrick. Amanda, yeah. And that's where I wrote it down to make sure I had it. Yes. Now we cut Josh it. almost forgot her name, too. Man, poor I, Amanda. <laughs> She's so forgettable. People are just like, what's her name again? Well, she was that only scene. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she's not a big role, Chad. <laughs> oh, poor, man. poor Amanda. Justice for Amanda. That's why. <laughs> that's my hashtag. I'm sorry. <laughs> Remember Amanda. All right. So we cut to the plane. And of course, Harry's seated behind Sally. And then uh, oh, yeah. he ends up getting the guy in front to switch him or whatever. Well, it's funny because leading up to this, like, He's sitting behind her, and she's going about her business. And then the the stewardess. Comes oh behind. yes, and she does that. And she's thing. like, "Yep." Would you? What would you like? She's like, I want a Bloody Mary, but I want it like only filled three ways of yep. full, and then put a splash of Bloody Mary mix in there. And she's like, and only a splash. And only a splash. She's like really being very specific. And he like you see him like prop his head up. He's like, "I knew I knew her from somewhere." <laughs> that, you're right. That is that is what triggered the fact that he remembered her. And so he gets then, up there. He goes on the attack. He goes on the attack. Yeah. Yep. And they start talking. And then the guy in front of him is like, do you want to stay here? He's like, yeah, sure. She's like, oh, no, please no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, dear God, don't let him do it. But yeah. <laughs> and the first thing he asked, like, we did it, right? Did we do it? <laughs> <laughs> do we have sex? She's like, no. <laughs> oh, She's like, does. you wanted to. <laughs> but we you wanted to. And you were, you were dating one of my, my friends. And he can't remember the name. She's like, it's Amanda. And she acts appalled. That yeah. she can't remember, even though she just couldn't remember. <laughs> I was like, oh, damn it. <laughs> like you said, the, the writing in this is superb. I really, I love, fucking love it. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, what is it you were going to New York for? She's like, he's like, when do you, do you want to be a gymnast? She's like, a journalist. Like, yeah, I said that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and she's now a journalist. She tells him she's a journalist. Yeah. And he asks how long her and Joe have been dating. And he, or actually, he just guessed. He's like, I bet you guys have been dating three weeks. And she's like, a month. How do you know that? He said, "Yeah, that's about the right time frame for to drop someone off at the airport." But like he just he knew. <laughs> yeah. Harry asks, "Like, are you going to marry him?" And then he tells her that she he's getting married to Helen, a lawyer, who we'll find out more about. And Sally's surprised because she did not think this guy would ever be engaged. Right. Basically, <laughs> yeah, he seemed like too much of a a womanizer, I guess. Right. Well, again, he just was. He knows how to poke the bear. Mm-hmm. Well, he and, is because yeah. even here he says he's the reason he got engaged is he's tired of doing the single man stuff. In other words, taking her out, having sex, just laying there waiting till he can leave. Yo, dating like, is tough. Yeah, man. dating is tough. Like let's let's just all just be real here. <laughs> you gotta pretend to be interested in somebody. You gotta pretend to be interested in their life. You gotta go out on date. You gotta eat eat eating when you're dating is the worst, right? Because like. <laughs> When you're out on a date, eat like a little rabbit, right? And then when you go home, you just inhale everything, you know, the mayonnaise, the eggs. The- <laughs> oh, Chad, <laughs> you're speaking to my community. <laughs> and then not just to mention, saying. when you have gas, you can't lay out until after the date's over. And then you get in your car and you... <laughs> you, don't, you don't even have to turn on the car. Just blow the gas. Let it blow exactly. you home. <laughs> exactly. 
But to be fair, he's not really what he's talking about. Isn't really dating. He's basically having one night stands with these women, and then when he and that's when true, that's a when good point. Yeah, when they're done, he's just waiting until he can leave. He's like, he's now a one woman enough? man. Yep. Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah about the cuddling part. Yeah. Which, by the way, what is the proper length of time? Because usually I'm just like pointing to the door <laughs> right after. I'm just like, mm, no, just go. <laughs> and then then Harry asked Sally to go to lunch with him, and she's like. I thought you said men and women can't be friends. And he's like, no, I didn't say that. Why would I say that? Oh, and then he's like, yeah, I probably said that. Would you like to have dinner? Just friends. I thought you didn't believe men and women could be friends. When did I say that? On the ride to New York. No, 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 no. I never said this. Yes, that's right. They can't be friends. Unless both of them are involved with other people, then they can't. This is an amendment to the early rule. If the two people are in relationships, the pressure of possible involvement is lifted. That doesn't work either, because what happens then is the person you're involved with can't understand why you need to be friends with the person you're just friends with. Like it means something is missing from the relationship and why do you have to go outside to get it? Then when you say, no, 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 it's not true, nothing is missing from the relationship, the person you're involved with then accuses you of being secretly attracted to the person you're just friends with. Which you probably are, I mean, come on, who the hell are we kidding? Let's face it. Which brings us back to the early rule before the amendment, which is men and women can't be friends. So where does it leave us? He's like, what? Well, they can be friends if they're both in a long-term relationship. But then that doesn't work because then the partner gets jealous, which is what we were talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because like they wonder, why would you need to be friends with the opposite sex? What are they missing? And that's that's, that's what I was going into. Because this movie I've learned and I haven't done it yet. And to be honest, I probably won't. I think this movie would be hard for a couple to watch because of the stuff it brings up. It would it would kind so. of be uncomfortable. Yeah. <sighs> and well, I guess, uh, well, you know, I, but the thing is, it may feel uncomfortable, but it happens in real life. It is definitely a universal dating theme. Yeah. Because regardless, it's going to be, it's going to come up. It's going to be discussed. And uh, it's like, you know, just buckle up and buckle up, buckle just, uh, <laughs> just go for it. You know, talk about it. You got to, you got no choice. Here we go. We get another older couple story. Man's talking about how he had married this woman, then they got divorced, and then he went and married a whole oh, yeah. bunch of this other women. Crazy one, yeah. And then he, 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 the he couldn't remember the name. He's like, and then I got with what was it, Ramona, where she's like, yeah, but before her, you were with Bertha yep. or something. Yeah, he's like, the wife yeah, went with her. The wife. I didn't marry her, but then I married Ramona, and then we went to the my my wife's funeral or so we were at a yeah. funeral. Yeah. But I was divorced already, and I was with, uh, what was her name? She's like, I don't know. She named yeah, she's name another lady. Yeah, she knew all the names. <laughs> she knew all the names. She knew all the names, and he did not. And then they got <laughs> And I have to give these again. couples a lot of credit, because I thought they were real couples at first. I did, too. Yeah. I did, too. I thought they were. It just goes well. to show how good, or how really good their performances were. Yeah. Because then when I read it that these were actors, I was like, damn, they're good. <laughs> yeah, like, I obviously, the first time I watched this last year, I didn't look up any information on it, and I just thought they were real couples. So it wasn't yeah. until this viewing, when I looked it up, that I found out they weren't. Because, yeah, they come across as real couples. Mm-hmm. Especially this one couple, because the guy's talking, and then she's just talking over him as he's talking. And it <laughs> yeah, just that feels was like a real couple. <laughs> that was a funny one, too, yeah. But, yeah, and they got married 35 years later to the day, so... It all ended up coming around. I guess that story ended up working out after that. Hopefully, he didn't get divorced from her again and then meet up another one. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> that one sounded like that was a lot of drama. Then we cut to five years later, and we see Sally at lunch with some friends. 
and we learn that Joe is broken up with Sally. And the first, her friend, played by Carrie Fisher Marie, the first thing she's like, wait, Joe's available? She's oh always God, on the yeah. prowl in this movie. And I'm like, always. Oh yeah, you can tell she's like desperate to find good men. Yeah. And we find well, out she's, she's ready to get that snag a man. Snag a man. Yeah. Well, she has bad taste in that because she's always going for yeah. married men, as we find out. But oh, yes. yeah, that's right. That's her. her <laughs> oh, my voice. God. That's yeah. her, her big storyline in this movie. <laughs> But we find out Sally's 31 and Marie says her clock is ticking. And Sally says, No, my biological clock doesn't start ticking until 36. So in her mind, she's got five more years left. Five, years, five more so years. Yep. And what's Marie do? She brings out literally a Rolodex of different men that she can just look that up. Was funny. I was like, She carries a big Rolodex with her of names. Of Blanche Devereux. There we go. Yeah. Maybe, Bla- go. maybe Blanche is a distant relative of her. For Yankee what's relative. the old thing? Like, was it that, uh, Blanche's niece told her the one time, I was like, if you got Sally and eat notes out of your hands, you best, best close the gate before, before you get sugar. <laughs> <laughs> you said that. Then Sally tells Marie that she's over Joe, but she's still in a mourning period. She doesn't actually want to get dating yet. But then Marie's still pulling out anyway. She she pulls out this man, and Sally's like, you know, he's been married for a year. <laughs> Marie doesn't even know he has. Marie just keeps putting more pressure on Sally. You need to get married. You need to get married, which is funny coming from someone who's not married. That's the thing. Like, they are like, you know, all these two women terrifying her into like, you know, like, oh, if you don't get married, you're never going to be anything or something. You know, she's like, you know, I was like, oh my God, y'all need to stop. (laughs) Worst friends ever. Worst friends. Like, dump those, dump those friends. I mean, it's hard to even take the one seriously because I'm like, Bitch, you're not married. How are you going to be sitting there telling me I need exactly, to get <laughs> exactly? And on top of that, she's dating a married man. And she's dating a married man. She's a homewrecker on top of that. Well, I mean, not just her, no. the guy she's with. Yeah. Also, that. But I'm like, good lord, like <laughs> because then then he like he's always like canceling stuff on her too. And yep. Yes. Yeah. She's sending like, like the wrong gifts or something like that. Maybe. Yep. Yeah, and she's like, he's he's not going to leave his wife for me. And they're like, yeah, we've been telling you that. Yeah, like, exactly. It's <laughs> like, you're finally having this revelation after how long now? <laughs> and after uh, everybody's been telling yeah. you that signs are there. Now we cut to a Giants football game, and Harry's sitting there with Jess, and he's telling them that his wife now, Helen, who they were was engaged, they mm, got married, mm-hmm. and now wants a trial separation. He tells them that she said, he, he asked her, don't you love me anymore? And she's like, I don't know if I ever loved you. Which would be that'd be Oof. tough to hear in a relationship. That is really tough. Yeah. And all during the game, he's revealing this too. Yeah. During the game, <laughs> and, like, and they're still. The wave. Wave. I said they're still participating in the wave and everything. So and I like he, to like, if anything, like you have Meg or Sally, but she's sitting with her two friends in a nice little outdoor restaurant, you know, in Central Park. But meanwhile, he's at this. Football, football game, game. Yeah. and if you notice, he's surrounded by nothing but men. Yeah, right. <laughs> There's no yeah. women in that audience. Right. It's just all men. So it's kind of like sitting there telling you, okay, female perspective, male perspective. Right. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. It's exactly what it's doing. You're right. So then he gets back, and the movers are already there to start moving stuff out, even though she just told him this information. And he's like, "You knew about this." And it turns out she had made the appointment. A week ahead of time to get this set yeah. up, but she didn't want to tell him because she didn't want to ruin his birthday. And not only is she leaving him, she's already moving in with another man. Really quick. Yeah, really quick. And we know where that's leading to. Oh, yeah? She's going to marry him. Oh, yeah. 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 
Then we get a scene of Marie. She's telling us. <laughs> Just like, oh, yeah? <laughs> Very sad. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> it leads to a funeral, Josh. So then the next day we have Sally and Harry all in black. Oh, jeez. Just that quick, huh? It was a very different movie. That would be a very different movie. So we get a scene of Marie and Sally, and she's telling her that she looked at this boyfriend's credit card bill and that he bought this expensive, like, $150 nightgown or something for his wife. And that's and that's when she actually said, mm-hmm. I'm worried that she's never going to leave her. She's like, oh, uh, yeah. And then we... They're in a bookstore or something, because then we see yeah. Harry's just staring through the books, looking at Sally. Like a perv. <laughs> right. I like how Marie's like... <laughs> Right, I was looking at you at the self-help. There's like that, you know. But I like how the books that they were all looking at, all of it was nothing but like dating advice yeah. books. If you looked at all the titles on there, yeah, that's oh, all. I was. was, I did not look at the titles. Okay, it was just tag movie. Yeah, it was all dating love books that they yeah. were looking at. No fiction, just dating like actual. Well, at least they weren't surrounded by you know fictional romance books or something. <laughs> I feel like that. No, they well, yeah, I think too. Like, I mean, the whole thing of their conversation has been, it's particularly between those two, has just been, well, what is this man thinking? Mm-hmm. And why is this man doing that? And does this man love me? And, right. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, that's, so it's no wonder that they would be in this self help section with, makes me wonder, love was, uh, was that book, uh, Men Are from Mars and Women Are from Venus? Was that right. even out at the time? <laughs> I think it. I, yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I, I feel like know. it's been around for a long time. But that's a good question. Comment below. Possibly, yeah, possibly. <laughs> so yeah, and Marie, Marie notices. She's like, "This man's looking at you," and she's like, "Oh yeah, I know him. You'll like him. He's married." That was a good comeback for her. good snappy witty. And then she tells Marie, "I don't think he'll remember me. We haven't seen each other in like five years." But of course, Harry does. He comes over. And he asked, he asked about Joe. He remembers that she was with Joe. And she says they broke up. And then she asks how married life is. And he's like, yeah, we're about to get a divorce. Tell us about the separation. And then Harry says, what happened with Joe? So then we cut to them walking into a restaurant. And I was like, did they really have to wait to have this conversation? Like, that's a long time. What <laughs> yeah. about Joe? Well, hold on. Wait till we get to this restaurant. And then we'll have this conversation. <laughs> that reminds me, was it this, were they wearing the same clothes? I forget now. And that's next scene. Uh, I didn't pay attention to that detail. Okay. I, Shame. For Shame. For Shame. I'm not, I'm not or was sure. it the same day? Yeah. I, I think remember. it was. I think that it was supposed to be that they left and okay. went. I think they were in the same clothes, but I honestly, I didn't pay attention that well either, I guess. And so, well, you know, t- it's in New York. And there's a restaurant, you know, every corner, two much. feet away yeah. from where they were at. So. Yeah, that's true. Sally's telling him that at the beginning, they both wanted the same thing and that. She has a friend, that one friend, not Marie, but the other friend that was at the table who's married and has kids. She's talking about how she's tired all the time and never gets to have sex anymore. Joe didn't want that. Joe Joe does not want that life. He does not want kids. He does not want to be married. And so that wasn't going to work. He wants to have sex on the floor. He wants to be able to take off to Rome at a drop of a dime. Right, right. Right. I thought that was pretty funny because she broke up. This is the point where they are becoming in, right? So then, like, he asked her, too, eventually in that conversation, well, how was the kitchen floor? How was the so on the floor? She's, she's like, like eh, well, it didn't never happen because the tile was, like, it was, was all cold. Tile cold. Or yeah. <laughs> it was all rock or something. I got, like, the feeling it was actual, like, kind of gravel or something. That they had. I was like, yeah, that would be pretty hard to have. Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame her. In that case, that's where you just go to the table and do it on the table. Or on the bar. Like, you know, the yeah. counter. There we go. Do it on the counter. There you go. <laughs> 
That could be fun. Bowls through could be fun. And go to Chris, any, any personal stories, Chris? I feel like there's a personal story. <laughs> oh, honey, I can give you a lot of personal stories. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I can give you a lot of personal stories. Same so, um, sex column, Chris. Outside on top of a mountain. I just like meant, I meant, I meant in the kitchen, uh, I meant in, the kitchen um, in this situation that relates to this exact situation okay. we're talking Maybe about. not so much the kitchen, but living room. Oh, okay. I thought maybe you got your ass put in the sink or something. I didn't know. Got your no, ass put in the that, sink. Oh, no, no. Nope. That, that, oh, man. That's so, <laughs> that's so romantic and attractive to think about. Oh, we put your ass on sir. Oh, you never know with you, Chris. I never know what to expect. So. <laughs> I'm trying to say that. something, Josh, where it's like. I just figured out ass. I mean, let me just make sure that this is a clean ass. <laughs> <laughs> Dunking in the water. <laughs> Wipe them. <laughs> Look, there's no judgment here. That's right. Sink, no sex in the sink, Chris. You slut. All right. So now we, we get Harry and Sally walking down the uh, street, and Harry's like, hey, at least we got the apartment. Like, that's a good thing. And then, no, but you know what? He did have a really good advice, though, for, for the apartment, which was look through the obituaries. The obituaries? Yeah. Yes. In Wait. New York City, look through the obituaries. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I was, oh, I totally forgot about that because it, now comes to my mind where they were looking for yeah. And I was like, why are they looking at the obituary? <laughs> I, really, I was like, but yeah, now that makes sense. Duh. Yeah. So good, good, good advice. Look uh, for Let's any dead people and then go to their uh, apartment. That was, that is really good, actually. Let's see if it's available. There you go. Yeah. And then Harry's telling Dude, I have to say, though, I do love uh, Harry's apartment in this. Yeah. Room. Oh, my I God. Love I love that apartment. I was like, I want an apartment like that. <laughs> I don't want to know how much that apartment costs in New York City. Oh, so. I know, right? Well, it was in the 80s. It was more affordable. Nowadays, oh, yeah. You're talking like $5,000 a month, probably more. <laughs> Whew. So Harry, Harry's telling her that the first time they met, he didn't he didn't really like her. And she said, yeah, I didn't like you either. And Harry's like, no, you did. I'm like, he's just <laughs> a, <laughs> yeah. a little confident there, uh, sir. <laughs> I like how when he does that those kinds of quips with her she always has that weird kind of stank face thing like what did you just say you know that kind of thing. I guess yeah. she just kind of no he knows how to push her, kinda, her nose kind of goes goes up a little bit and her mouth yeah goes, like, eh. oh yeah, yeah. meg meg ryan's adorable in this movie yeah she is could be any more adorable yeah. than meg ryan yeah. in this movie my goodness so like because she has like that oh, is there a humorous awkward yeah right to her and that's what i was saying like i can't some of those Actresses you knit that they considered, maybe I just couldn't picture anyone else other than Meg Ryan for. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that. One. I think she was perfect for this. Yeah. And Harry says that she was uptight back then, but now she's softer. And and Sally's like, you know, I don't like these backhanded compliments you're giving me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't blame her. Like, I don't like, blame her. Fine, then you're, but you're you know what? Part nails it's part of his. It's, I think it's just part of his humor. <laughs> and she just hasn't quite got used to it over the yeah. years until. Much later, you know, when they right. become friends. And Harry, Harry does a sweet thing here, though, because he asked for the statute of limitations on an apology. So that, mm. uh, that's, you know, saying that is I cute. still say yeah. I'm sorry. So it was a good thing. And, and Sally asked him to dinner for that. And Harry's like, yeah. you know, you're the first woman I found attractive that I don't want to have sex with. <laughs> 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 Not really. Once again, a backhanded compliment. <laughs> right. That's and she just responds, oh, that's wonderful, Harry. But you know, Chad and Chad, you'll get a kick out of this because it reminded me of this where uh it reminded me of the episode of Home Improvement where Tim saw I think Jill's sister naked. 
Oh yeah. Oh, it was his sister-in-law, right? Sister-in-law. Was his sister-in-law? It was, okay, it was his yeah. sister-in-law naked from his brother. From his brother, yeah. He saw his brother's wife naked in the shower. Yep. Yeah. And she's and Jill ends up saying something about what if they saw me naked? He's like, oh, nobody wants to see you naked. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, turn much like. She like, thinks Tim. Yeah. Nobody but me wants to see you naked, <laughs> and that made it even that made it like worse. worse. But you know what's funny, by the way? A little side note. That girl that played sister-in-law is actually the who played the final role in Friday the 13th Party. Oh, shit. That oh. totally was her. Oh, yeah. shit. Oh. That is her. Damn. Thanks yeah, that. that's awesome. Well, I don't know why, but for some reason, I was going to pull Friday the 13th history and blow up on Wikipedia. Came across the, the actress <laughs> and then kind of looked at her filmography and I was like, I thought she looked familiar. I was like, that's her on Home Improvement. <laughs> Yep, you're right. Now that I picture that is her. Okay. Oh, what I right. really thought was funny too was when Tim was telling Wilson about it, and he was like, "Yeah, he's like, you know, he's like, I just have to think of it like looking at my grandma naked. Although grandma never looked that good though." <laughs> exactly. I don't think that's gonna work. Oh man, sorry, Tandit. Sorry, Tandit. <laughs> All right, so now we cut to our next older couple story, and this is the one where, you know, he's telling the story that they were born at the exact same hospital, only seven days apart. They grew up only one block for each other. And for six years, they even worked on the same building, but on different floors and never met. And then they randomly met in an elevator in Chicago, and he rode up nine extra floors just so he could keep talking to her. Oh, yeah, that's right. got to love all these, these stories. It's like these little cute little stories. Yeah. yeah. And they're quick ways to, to break it up. I, I, you know, it's nothing too long. doesn't overstay its yeah. welcome. It's nice little breaks in the movie. And I think it would have been a little bit better if they were the real people, because that's what I thought they were the first time. Yeah. So finding that out kind of takes down a little bit. But it's still, the stories are legit. So, mm-hmm. And we uh, get Harry calling Sally, and she's watching Casablanca. And Harry's like, would you still choose Victor Laszlo? And she's like, I never said that. And he's like, you totally said that. So it's just like him denying that he ever said the men and women. I love yeah. that they do that throughout the story. They both do something, then they both mm. deny it. You know, it's opposite. The, him kissing her and then her kissing the man at the airport. And then right. him denying what he said. Now she's denying what she said back then. And he, he asks her, are you sleeping okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm sleeping fine. But he says, you know, she seems like she's dealing with the breakup well. In her, I guess because yeah. yeah. I guess because of that tough exterior, maybe, but she's dealing with it fine. She's sleeping. He he miss he's missing hell, and he's you know he can't he's having a hard time sleeping. Meanwhile, she's yeah, going yeah. to bed early. Poor guy. Yeah, and one thing I do like about this, this scene is because you know it's a split screen, yeah, right, of them. But even after she turns off the light, you know, on her side of the screen is black. It still shows yeah, them kind and of it continues until until that fades out right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, that's the scene actually. That was. That Nora Ephron got from a story about Rob Reiner and Bill Crystal, because that's actually how their conversations were after oh. Rob Reiner got divorced from Penny Marshall. They would just have like, you know, nighttime conversation, just go <laughs> on like that. That's how it would go. So Sally was talking about how she went to bed early, and Harry says, That's the good thing about depression. You get to catch up on sleep. I was like, Oh, that's rough. <laughs> that's all you that hit do. hard. I was like, Oh, I feel that. I feel <laughs> oh, that. No, I feel for that too. Yeah. Uh, my days is. And Harry's telling her how he still sleeps on the same side of the bed. He just can't bring himself to move over. And I think she says she's doing fine with that. Like it's not an issue. Yeah, she for said her. she finally moved on to move, uh, take up the whole bed. 
Right. And he's like, oh, like I can barely get one leg over. Or he yeah. said, I'm happy if maybe we move one leg over. So, and then yeah. he's sitting in his apartment just reading the book. It shows her doing some exercise class. They're having lunch. So Sally dropping off the mail. And Harry's once again saying he misses Helen. And Sally tells him she misses the idea of Joe. You know, she likes the yeah. idea of having a man in her life, but she doesn't miss Joe himself. Which, I mean, it makes sense. He didn't want what she wanted, so it would be hard to keep missing that person. But like I said, she's dealing yeah. with it a lot better than Harry is right now. And now we get them, and I love this. They're both watching Casablanca. It's through the split screen. At first, I thought they were sitting together, but they're not. They're sitting on split screen talking on yeah. the phone as they're watching it. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool, each in their own bed. And Harry says he's coming down with something. Maybe a tumor. <laughs> I was like, yeah. she's going to the dark place. Jesus. Yeah, it's like, well... If you feel that way, go to a doctor. Oh, no, yep. I missed that. This was the scene where he's like moaning after she hangs up, right? Yes. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah, where, yeah, because yeah. she lets him right. off. Yeah, the I got phone. that earlier yeah. scene confused with this. Oh, you're good. Yeah, yeah cause they this both is get... a really good exchange. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You like to, he, she, she lets him go. She just goes to sleep and he's just sitting there. He can't sleep. He still can't yeah, sleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I said, get more scenes of Harry and Sally. They're walking, they're talking about, they're talking about their dreams they had. Like their sexual dreams, and Harry's saying that he, he's making love, and for some reason the Olympic judges are there, and he oh, gets a, yeah. he gets a nine point eight from the Canadian, and he gets ten from the American, and randomly his mother is disguised as an East German judge and only gives him a five point six, and he's like, must have been the dismount. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm impressed with though, with him is that he's able to finish his sex dream. I've never been able to finish a sex dream. That is impressive. I agree. (laughs) Has anybody here ever finished a sex dream? Because I have. (laughs) I've come really close to my dream when moments like that. And then when I would wake up, I'm like, damn Damn it. it. (laughs) You try to go back to sleep and you're like, fuck. Go back to sleep and next thing you know, it's a horror dream. And I'm getting slashed and I'm like, damn it. No, that's not what it is. Oh, I said it's a hard dream. I was like, oh, yes, it's a hard dream. A horror dream. It's a hard dream. Harder. You got to roll those harder. 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 Uh, Wait, no. Harder. I said harder. Now we get Sally's dream and it's, mm, it's, been, the same, it's been the same one since she's 12, which is kind of crazy to have this dream. This also yes. She's standing there. With a faceless man who rips her clothes off. I'm like, and he's, I'm like when you're 12? Yeah, yeah, exactly. When you're that's kind of scary. <laughs> you know, I got a chance if you're like 16, 17, yeah. something like that. Boy, you're 12? <laughs> and that's an, erotic, that's an erotic dream. That sounds kind of cool. But Jack goes to your point that she said, that's it. That's all it is. So obviously her dream isn't finishing either. She just has this yeah. very quick thing. That was pretty like, cool. No, I can really. Like when Billy, he's sitting there, uh, Harry, he's like, then what happens? She's like, that's it. That's it. <laughs> it's like, well, damn, that's anticlimactic. Very much so. Very much so. But yeah, I was with you, Chow. I was like, at 12? <laughs> this, this is kind of disturbing at 12, honey. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I ever had like erotic dreams when I was that young. Well, that still it maybe depends because, you know, puberty starts around that that's time. True. And, that's true. And girls do start early. Yeah. So. No, that's very true. I just don't know about the faceless man ripping faceless, clothes off. Uh, that seems yeah, I know. Like, it sounds like a scary dream to me, though. <laughs> it does sound like a scary dream. <laughs> like saying. the Slender Man. Like, like just some weird off. faceless guy just comes up to you and just tears your clothes off. <laughs> well, because Chris... That's kind of scary. Now we get Harry and they're 
I forgot where they're at. They're in some kind of museum looking around or something, maybe. I can't yep. remember. But he mm-hmm. starts doing this voice, and he's like, yeah, <laughs> what, I can't do it. That I can't do it. <laughs> I I'm can't not... do it either. I was trying to, like, sort of mimic it while I was watching it, and I was like, I can't. I can't yeah, do this either. Yeah, I can't do this voice he does, but he tells her he's going to do it for the rest of the day and asks her to go for some pecan pie, pecan pie. Pecan pie. Good job. There you go. And then he asked her to go to the movies that night, and she can't because she has a date. She didn't want to tell him because she thought, you know, even though they're just friends, they're having a good time, she didn't want him to get angry. And he's like, no, I'm happy for you. And she's like, Harry, you know, you should date again, but still not ready for it. And even though he says he's happy, you can tell it stung a little bit when she said yeah. it. Yeah. It stings. It stings. And she noticed, too. I think she noticed it, yep. too, that he was a little taken aback by it. So then we get a scene. This is after her date, I guess, because they're they're unrolling this giant rug, and and his awesome apartment that I'm so envious of. And Harry apparently tried the dating thing, and he's like, "It went horrible." And she's like, "Yeah, but it was only the first. It can only get better." He's like, "Well, of course, you've only had one date. What do you know? They both have only had one date. Of course, you know they're they're getting back out there. You gotta get that first one out of the way before you can get to going, right?" Well, then, <laughs> but no, Sally like, goes through her date. I love this. Yeah, she like, goes through her date. Yeah, Sally's like, listen, it's gonna get better. We finished dinner. He pulled hair out of my head and used it as floss. Floss. <laughs> oh yeah, that's disgusting. God. That's disgusting. Like, who does that? And not only that, but like hair is too fragile to be used like that anyway, right? I mean, I think the hair follicle would actually break, right? Yes, um, but I guess it just. I've never done it before. Know. Comment below if you use somebody's <laughs> yes. hair to block you someone's God. hair. Somebody yeah. let us in on this because that is definitely a terrible date. And Harry tries to make his sound worse. It's not. I'm sorry, Sally had the worst date here, but yeah, he said he made some kind of joke about Ethiopia. I can't remember what the hell the joke was. And said that she didn't. Probably laugh. not appropriate. Probably, probably not. <laughs> probably not. But then he's like. My date went to Michigan State, and Helen went to Northwestern, and they're both Big Ten schools, and I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> and he's like, had, a, had an anxiety attack, and we had to leave the restaurant. And then she's like, yeah, it takes a long time to get out there, and even longer to go to bed with someone new. And Harry's like, oh, no, no, we went to bed. But <laughs> like, and she's kind of like, what? <laughs> Are you serious? Still going, you know, going back to his old ways, I guess, yeah. of, you know. Yeah, he's still got betting a... He's, betting and kicking a woman to side afterward. Yeah, yep. Waiting for that 30 seconds to go by laying there. So yep. can move. <laughs> uh, then we get seen a Harry talking with his friend Jess. And Jess, he doesn't understand how Harry can just like talking to Sally, find her attractive, but remain friends. The whole premise. And this, they're here at, they're at the batting cages or whatever. You got this <laughs> yeah. little kid yelling at him, hurry up. And he says, They're going back and forth. He's like, I got a stack of quarters. And I was here. No, you weren't. Yes, I was. No, you weren't. Yes, I was. And he's like, you know, he's like, jerk. He's like, creep. But what I found really funny was he was talking about, <clears throat> he's talking about making a woman meow or something. His, yeah, I was right? saying, it was just like, so like, you what? <laughs> yeah, he said that. And that's what he says that he tells Jess that he can tell Sally anything. And he tells the story about making a woman meow that he had already told Sally, but this was the first time Jess was hearing it. So. Yeah, and he's like, he, how, he's like, basically, how did you make a woman meow? Yeah, <laughs> we don't get that story though. I want to know the actual story. I, I want to know the story too. We don't actually. I want to sit it. there and go. Well, how did the meow sound? Was it just? There's need yeah. details. 
Wow. <laughs> Chris, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. <laughs> we're not there yet, Chris. That's coming. That's coming, Chris. Chris is coming early. Uh, 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 pun. Josh, yay, more puns. Chris is coming early. Oh, man. Josh is ready to bust. <laughs> All right, so we get yet another scene of Harry and Sally eating, and Sally's annoyed that the Harry just gets up and leaves these women. Well, here we yeah, go. She thinks it's a. I forgot. We're right here. Actually, Chris, you did it. At the, you did it at the perfect time. Actually, so. Whew. Okay, here we go. So yeah, Sally says that she's telling Harry that when some women do fake orgasms, and of course Harry's no, not with not with me. They don't. Uh, uh, that's not true. It's like, of course, you're a man. Of course, you're going to think like that. And like, Harry's like, no, mean? I can, I can, I can tell the difference. And in the original script, this was actually just going yes. to be them talking about orgasm. This was Meg Ryan's idea to do the actual yeah. orgasm scene, which I think is brilliant. Of course, she's performing the orgasm. Everyone's looking and she just stops and goes back to normal. And then you get, I love this part because the older lady at the next table is Rob actually, Reiner's real mother. Rob Reiner, <laughs> yes, Rob Reiner's actual mother, Estelle. I'll have what she's having. I mean, the famous <laughs> line. The famous line. <clears throat> famous quote, yep. I'll have what she's having. All right. Uh-oh. And it, it was voted number 33 on AFI's best 100 movie quotes. I wanted to get that in here. All right, Chad. So oh, this no. was Chad's idea, everyone. <laughs> ah. And before we get started with this, Chad, I want to ask a question. When we do this, are we orgasming as our self as men are we supposed to be replicating what a woman might sound like how are we doing this because we're three men are we are we just well i guess just first of all let's let the audience know it sounds like basically we're going to have an orgasm sound off and and, and what are we gonna do and uh i'm gonna get, get the answers from chat and i'm gonna put oh, in a God. and i would assume oh, it's, I it's your own time. orgasm you know like how you know how you would react or yeah, I mean, yeah. men can have really eruptive orgasms, so why not? <laughs> oh, man, this is putting on the spot. Thanks hey, so for bringing this up, Chad. So this this is how we're going to do it. <clears throat> oh, God. We're going to do ours, <laughs> and, and I'm going to put it on Twitter as a poll on who does the best. Oh, no. do <laughs> Oh man, just what I need for my internet trail. Thank you, Josh. Just so you guys know, Chris has his DMs open. No, no, don't even go in there. This is gonna be horrible. This is gonna be horrible. Before we get started, let's play Sally's orgasm. Oh. Oh. Are you okay? Oh. Yes! 
Yes! Yes! Oh! 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 Oh, God! Oh! Chad, go first. Yeah, I think I'm going to go next. All right. I'm going to go ahead and get this one on out of the way. Oh. 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 oh, yeah, that's it. Um, now I want to go to sleep. And now you go, Chris. Mm. Oh. Oh. Chad got me there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Stop. Sorry. Sorry. That was doing so good there, too. Wow, that uh, was Chad ruined my orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, I didn't finish. <laughs> yeah, I didn't finish. Can't have blue balls. That shit hurts. That is true. Any of my fellow men know what I'm talking about? Yeah. All right, let me finish. Uh, 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 yes, uh, uh, oh, yes, 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 daddy, yes, uh, mm. Oh, was that good, Daddy? (laughs) Oh, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) All right, now let's see who's going to win this sucker. All right, people, so you heard it, and now I will be putting up a poll on Twitter so that you can vote. And well, guys, I can tell you this. That's, doing either, that. that's either going to be uh, our best or worst segment of the show we've ever done. This <laughs> <laughs> suddenly took a. I recommend, X-ray. ladies and gentlemen, to Google search your hottest men and listen to those clips while looking at those pictures. Okay, then. Go. <clears throat> All right. Now, back to the review. We cut. It's Christmas time. We see ice skating all around. We see a bunch of trees. And Harry and Sally are actually cutting down a tree together. And they're taking it to her apartment. Yeah, I thought she was going to take down one tree that they were walking by. <laughs> Didn't that look like she was trying to grab another tree, <laughs> yeah, too? Kind of did look like that. And we cut one week later, I guess, because now they're dancing at a New Year's Eve party. And now she's he's got his beard back. He had had it. He's got, he goes in between having That's the beard right. and not having the beard. Having the beard and not having the beard throughout this film and then while they're dancing they agree that next year if they're still not with anybody they can always go out and do this new year's eve dance together and i would say she was cute in this in this scene except for the side ponytail but 
Otherwise, she was cute. She was really I, 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 I'd be lying if I didn't say I find Meg Ryan cute in like every scene in this movie. She's just yeah. so fucking adorable in this movie. I can't she get is. over it. And they actually are, you know, they're dancing cheek to cheek and, and they have this look like, like you could tell they want to try to make that move, but they're also scared to make that move right. for the other one. And then we get that sign that it's 10 seconds to New Year. So what do they do? They stop dancing, go outside, and then they give each other a little peck and they give a hug, do the normal New Year's kiss so they have someone. Then we get our next cut to the next real life older couple. He's like, he was the head counselor at a boys camp and she was the head counselor at the girls camp and he oh. came over one day and they just knew immediately he was the one. I bet it was during a panty read. <laughs> Possibly so. Possibly. Just saying, he didn't give any description about why he went over there. That that's true. It does just say he went over there and she knew immediately. That is all we get. Exactly. We don't get. That's any what I'm saying. It could have been that. during a pen read. <laughs> we'll go with that for now, Chris. It sounds good <laughs> enough for me. Right. He just was going through the halls. He had a bunch of panties and bras on him, and then he stopped in the middle of the hallway and he saw her because he was caught up in her beauty. Now, how awesome is that? Now we got we come back. Sally's sitting there walking with Marie. We learn Marie is now once again still with a married man. I don't know if it's the same married man. If she's moved on to a different married man. I don't know if it specifies that or not. I think it was the same guy. You think it's the same guy that she's been with? I the think whole it's time? the same guy. Yeah. Okay. Because but the learned- whole time she's been told like, I, well, you know, she was uh, like going back and forth on the whole thing. Like he's never going to leave me, or is he going to leave? Or I'm sorry, he's never going to leave his wife. Blah, right. blah. That was the whole story for. Her, so I kind of figure. It's the same, same thing. Even though she's been told several times, right? No, he's not gonna leave. Okay, yeah, that makes it. I wasn't sure if it was the same man or if it was literally just her repeating the same cycle. Even though she keeps going through it and, and right. it never works that, out, yet good, she's still she's still no, back to another married man. So I didn't. I don't think it ever tells us, you know, implicitly which one it is. But anyway, we find out Sally's trying to set up Marie with Harry. Harry's trying to oh, set yeah. up Jess with Sally, and Harry's telling it's an Jess awkward dinner date, right? Is that yeah, what scene is awkward <laughs> double dinner date. It is because and and Harry Jess doesn't believe this, but Harry's like she's got a good personality. But is she attractive? Yeah, she's attractive. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe you, Harry. When you say someone's got a good personality, it's because they're not attractive. And I like I like well, said, you the know, I tell you, there's nothing scary <laughs> than being probably set up on. A blind, a, date. a blind date, not knowing what this person looks like, and you know, you're really just kind of relying on someone's word. And it's like, you're my best friend, I love you, and all, but do you really, and especially when they're just kind of like, well, they have a good personality. You're like, mm. yeah, well, and, and Harry but, brings that up. He's like, no, if someone says, are they attractive, and you respond with, they have a good personality, then they're not. I started with, she's attractive, and she also has a good personality, yeah. it's different. He, I get, it's, it's the dialogue. It's the dialogue yeah. that makes these scenes work so well. It is, you yeah. know. <laughs> and also, and again, for a movie that doesn't have a whole lot going in it, like it's it relies it on dialogue. The, it's the dialogue, absolutely. Yeah. That's what it relies. If the dialogue was bad, this would be a shitty movie. It really would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if the dialogue doesn't work in a movie like this, where not much is happening, the whole movie's going to fail. But yeah, it, it excels. I looked it up. It didn't win any Oscars. I don't know what lo- what it lost to no. that year, but this seems like yeah. a movie that should have been have won a Best Screenplay Oscar, if nothing else. Yeah, oh it goodness. was nominated, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I did see it a lot nominated. of other nominations for screenplay. 
So I, I definitely know it. At least got recognized, though, yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, like you said, all right, Chad, you want to take it? You said the double date dinner. You want to talk about it? Uh, well, yeah. So <laughs> they're, they're sitting around this table. Harry's trying to talk to Sally's friend. Marie. And Marie. And, you know, they're just kind of going on. And, and you can tell that Sally and his friend Jess, Jess you know, they're they're trying to. And you just tell that, like, nobody in the scene is really, like, right. like gelling or yeah. anything like that. It's just it's very very cold but you see harry and sally who are just constantly looking at each other yeah. across the table and you can tell that they're sort of bored with their respective dates well and then i think they're also being worried because they're thinking of their friends right. and they're wanting their friends to feel good on this date mm-hmm. and some but it's really weird because you know they're also i think they well, internally they like each other, but yeah. this is the way. In order to maintain their friendship and what's good about what they have, they need to make this work, mm-hmm. you know. And but obviously it's it's not working because then we find out that Marie end up reading a article that Jess had wrote. Jess and she was, just absolutely loved. She quoted it. it. Yeah. That's where it first started. She she quoted. A thing from his article, and he's like, "Oh, I wrote that." And she's like, "Holy shit! Like, I yeah. can't believe I never." And then you just tell those two, just yeah, that's where it all goes. Yeah, because sparked. I have this specific. She's like, "Restaurants were the people in the '80s. What theaters were the people in the '60s?" Yes, yes And just like right. I wrote that, and Marie's like, "Really?" Because that's like the first time I've ever quoted a magazine, and it happened to be <laughs> yeah. his. But also, and she said that, it changed her life too. Yes, <laughs> and and it, but it starts off. I love that it starts off like they're supposed to be on this double date with each. And the first thing that Harry does is he tells Jess that Sally is the best orderer around. Oh, she knows yeah. how to she knows how to make the order so perfect that it'd be better than the <laughs> chef even knew it could be. Yeah. <laughs> Which I was in there thinking like uh, I don't know if that's probably the best thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like it's you're kind like, of showering your friend with compliments, yeah. right? And like they know. Like, I'm also, I'm also, like, they're such good friends. I don't understand how these people have never met each other at some point. Yeah, like yeah. Jess uh, hasn't met Sally's. Yeah, they've been together so they've known each other for so long. Like when we meet her at that 31 age, it seems like they stay mm-hmm. together for a while after that. You know, or I know even they're... at the like, <clears throat> New Year's Eve party, mm-hmm. you know, good opportunity to have met before. Yeah, exactly. So, what New Year's Eve party are they going to that these friends just don't go to? Like, what are they yeah. doing? They're not married That's... or anything. It's only that. I one tell you, if I was Marie, I'd be sitting there going, "Like, you sure nothing's going on between you and Harry?" <laughs> yeah. Like, I think you and Harry see a lot of each other. I'll see an awful lot of each other not meeting. Like, maybe y'all <laughs> ought to give it a chance. And that's the other thing. If you know. Honestly, if I'm Sally, if I know Marie's the kind of friend she is and I know what kind of men she goes to, I wouldn't want to set her up with someone who I consider to be my best friend. No, She's not going to be either. good for them. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> so it's as I was like, like you're doing it to make yourself feel better, but you almost know it's not going to work and you want it to fail, maybe. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think it's just internally. They want to be with each other, but they're right. scared of doing that because scared of ruining the friendship. So then we cut outside. They're walking down the street, and first off, Marie pulls Sally to the side, and she's like, "Look, I know you're you're dating Jess in this situation, but are you okay with me going with Jess? I'm asking him out. We have something together." And meanwhile, Jess and Harry are having the exact same conversation. <laughs> yeah, you know, because they both know. 
And they both tell him, like, yeah, just wait a week so you don't hurt the other one's feelings. <laughs> <laughs> but then Jess is like, all right, I got to go. Want to get a cab? And Marie's like, yep, let's go. And then they jump. Yeah, right <laughs> they just jumped right Because <laughs> it's like the old age adage, you know, your friends are going to, you know, they meet somebody at the club or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're going to but girl, you can find your way home, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. I mean, that's just the law of the jungle. It, yeah. <laughs> yep. Now we go to our next older couple this time it's an asian couple because it plays a part in the story because oh, yeah. it was the whole mm-hmm. you know he was assigned this woman or whatever basically which i don't agree with that the way of being marriage but it is their culture so and but instead yeah, of just marriage, arranged, an arrangement yeah. that's the word couldn't think of fucking arranged marriage jesus <laughs> not deranged josh yeah not deranged. <laughs> can i say deranged <laughs> no oh okay i thought i said deranged <laughs> I was like, oh shit, I'm messing up real bad. Uh, but he but him not being content with just having arranged marriage, he sneaks off to her village to make sure and would watch her. I think he, I know he watched her wash her clothes. I can't remember what else he was watching. He was watching to see how she acted, basically. How she and acted he, and then also how she looked. Yeah. He didn't yeah, know well, you're right. It was either. also he wanted to make sure she looked pretty. And he was and he emphasized, he's like, Yeah, she was beautiful to me, and you know, I, Fell in love with her there. So yeah, yeah they, it was very sweet. He agreed to marry her, and they've been together for yep. five years at the time of the story. So there you go. Yeah, they were. Now that we get cut back to Harry and Sally, they're, I guess they're some kind of like electronic store or whatever. They're trying to find a gift for oh, sure. yeah. image. Yeah, this was, I like this scene too. This was a really good one. They're fine because Jess and Marie had moved in together at this point, so they're really hitting it yeah. off. So that seems to have worked. And out. They're getting a gift for a housewarming gift. Yeah, right? they're yeah. getting a house. I'm guessing a housewarming gift, right? And Harry sings this karaoke machine. So he starts, you know, and, and I mean, it works. Billy Crystal's known for singing. He always sang at the Oscars as yeah. host. So he's yeah. known for doing it. He's singing. He's singing Oklahoma. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. The Oklahoma I like how song, it yeah. starts off and he's like doing that thing. <laughs> that he puts saddle. His, his fist on, the, <laughs> on his hips and he's going up and down, bobbing yeah, yeah, up the, and down <laughs> the saddle. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, he's a showman. He's a true showman. And he gets to yeah. show that off in the seat. So and then all of a sudden he just stops. He stops when Sally starts singing. I should point that out. Oh, yeah. Sally starts That's singing, true. and all of a sudden he just stops. And she's like, She's off oh, key, of course. She's, she's not able to sing as good as he is. And yeah. I like when he stops. She's like, Oh my God. It's, it's, my, it's my voice. <laughs> oh my God. I hate my voice. But hey, I'd be in Sally's shoes. So look, I, I yeah, can't yeah. sing either. So <laughs> there you yeah. go. But no, it's actually that he sees Helen, his ex wife. And she's approaching him with her a new man. Her husband. Yeah. Yep. Or and, new boat or new husband. Whoever. You know, you, you, of course, you know, he's sitting there wondering, like, wait, she threw me away for, for mm-hmm. that? For, for that guy? Because <laughs> he's a much older man. <clears throat> yeah. You're right. He, he was, was a little older bit older. Man. Yeah. I guess you're right. Yeah. So they were then, dressed kind of older. She, she looked kind of older. She, her yeah. She looked too. older. I mean, they were dressed, you know, like very mature. Very uppity. So then Harry introduces Sally, not as his girlfriend or anything, but I would think helen thinks of her as that like it's got to be his new his new flame or something yeah Yeah. she asks how he's doing he says he's fine and that's pretty much it that's pretty much the conversation it was a very short conversation short and you could tell just like yeah that tension was palpable and then the first thing when they're gone she's like she looked weird didn't she like she looked weird. Like, and it, I never knew her. It sounds like I, I've never seen her before, Harry. What do you ever do? <laughs> and then Harry, he's like, "Well, trust me, she looked weird." Yeah. Well, not only that, he says, "Yeah, it looked like she's retaining more water these days." Oh and yeah, like, that's how she's like, "Oh my she's god, like, Harry, stop it!" Yeah, because he's like, just he, 
He's hurt. He's still hurt. It it, yeah, it, yeah. it hurt him to see her. He that felt just like he needed to get feelings some back up. So and we see up. the two because then it carries over to the next scene where they're they're friends' That's house. Kind of friends' house, I believe. At the same point, right? And Jess is like showing off that horrible wagon wheel coffee wagon table. Wheel top yes. Yeah. Oh my god. And he's like trying to get opinions. He's like, "Well, she hates it. What do you think?" And you know, of course, Harry's just kind of like, "Yeah, it's great. Whatever." And he's like, he does to, it first, but then he compares it to his relationship with with Helen. So I forgot yeah. what he said exactly. He compares it. Chris, do you remember? I like how, uh, oh, no. I'm actually sitting there thinking because I was sitting there thinking for a second where they asked Sally, and Sally's like, yeah, they asked for her she's opinion. Like, no, she's like, no, no. And then they're like going, they're uh, Jess and um, Marie, right? Yeah. Marie, yeah. They're like bickering back and forth. She's like, I'm just trying to make you have good taste and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oof. oof. And he's like, <laughs> There's something wrong with my taste. She's like, I know. She's like, but just sometimes some people don't have, you know, the taste is not refined or something like that. Yeah, that was pretty, that was it was a really good workout scene. But yeah, and of it really has, focuses on, of course, uh, Harry there for a second. Who's you can tell at he's that point he's just annoyed, preoccupied. Yeah, yeah. And he just ends up storming out. <laughs> yep. And he's like, this is. He's like, yeah. He's like, this is what it starts out with. It's cute and blah blah blah. Yep. But then you're gonna be bickering. Over a thousand dollars later, over this eight dollar complaint. Yep. Yeah. He's, you're like, be sure you write your name in every book that you have. Yeah. It's so like, do me a favor right now. <laughs> write your name in every book that you have before you forget. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just storms out, and of course, you know, Sally Sally's goes like, after him. He just saw his ex-wife. And right. She, and this is a really good scene between them too, that because is. I think it kind of sort of takes their relationship to the next level, uh, because they finally have an argument with each other. Like right. a legit yeah. argument. It's not bickering. It's just kind of like, hey, don't you fucking take your anger out on me. And he's yeah, like, right. well, you don't ever get upset on anything. Right. Yep. And, and it's, it's like, kind of funny because, you know, there's that there's that sort of societal attitude that like women are somehow more emotional than men are. But in this right. scene, it's and reversed. This, well, he's not even just that Throughout the whole movie, really. Throughout the whole movie. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, like, he's the one that's mostly been... The emotionally distraught one. Yeah. But it also plays heavily into the fact that men are willing to sleep with women a lot quicker than women are with men. Because she's like, right. if you're yeah. over Joe, how come you haven't even slept with anyone? But for her, yeah, she needs a bigger connection than what he does. His are all yeah, one exactly. night stands. His are flings, you know? Yeah. And she kind of misses that. She's <clears> like, no, she's like, yep. You know, you're telling me that I have to you know, sleep with a man, get over my, but she's like, you fucked your way off through New York and you're still like this. What does that say? Yeah. And the other thing too, is I was sitting there when she said that, I was like, well, I can relate to that in a way because, you know, I, even though I'm a guy, I don't go sleeping with sleeping anybody on, yeah. as well, especially even like first time I meet them. It's, right. I just don't go and do that. And not to say I didn't have a couple <laughs> encounters in the past <laughs> you know a long time ago but you know being of course older and wiser i i just i don't do those kinds of things either i'm like no i I need to know somebody better before i can go through it so but i see what she's saying too like it's just i can't do it i can't do it like that not like how harry did it like no Harry ends up apologizing, and then they start back going upstairs, and Jess, Jess lost the argument. He's bringing down the little wagon wheel <laughs> topper. <Yeah. laughs> and I like that, because it's like a nice little like tension breaker for yeah. such a concentrated, heavy scene there. And he's like, don't say a word. <laughs> As he's throwing out his, uh, right. his uh, wagon wheel. 
It was an ugly table, honestly. It was. It didn't fit the aesthetic of the apartment. No, anyway. I agree. I agree. <laughs> so now we cut back. Now it must be game. And night. Was weird was too. I got to ask, like, was that a cup on top of the table, too? Or was I that like a thing? That was, or was that something going through the glass? Through the, I couldn't figure that out either. I thought that was something going through the glass. So when he brought it out, I was going, like, wait a minute. Did he just take that thing out from just like take the glass over the top of the table? <laughs> yeah, I was kind of I was thinking thing. about that too. I was yeah. like, how did that whole thing, how did the structure of that work? <laughs> Weirdly enough, I was watching. Okay. I need to pay attention more. So now we're cut to it's game night. They're playing a game of Pictionary, and of course it's Jess and Marie. It's Harry and Hay has a date. Sally has a date, and then it's that other friend that. You don't get that other friend very much. You just know that she's the one that's married. She's the one that has a kid. Right. So you don't get yeah. to see her as much. But they all have That's right, because like she, her friend, her other friend had like a familiar face, but I could not picture her anywhere. I was like, I feel like her face is familiar to me. Right. No, I don't know. I just have yeah. to do some more research on it. But yeah, yeah, yeah I don't she, know. I, I just feel like she had a familiar face, but I just could not place her anywhere. Then we each get a scene of either Harry kissing his date or Sally kissing her date, and you get the other one looking on. You can tell they're like, that should be me, damn it. That should be me. Yeah. And, and then, you know, the worst part is at this point, I think even Marie and Jess know that too. They're just mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, for God's sakes, guys, just get together <laughs> already. Yeah. And Sally's talking to Marie about Harry's date, and she's like, you know, she's, she's a little young for him. Yeah, and then, and then of course we get Harry talking to Jess about Sally's date, saying that she's like they they went to a Mets game. Sally hates baseball, so she's willing to try something new for the man. I mean, she at least thinks something serious about it because she hates baseball. She's not just gonna go. All right, and then we get uh, Harry's at home. He gets a call from Sally, and she's crying. This is the first time we see Sally break down. Mm-hmm. She's been tough this whole time, but she found finds out Joe's getting married. Of course, he has to go over. She, she's using a tissue. And this is the guy who said that he didn't want to be married. Mm-hmm. And that, and that's the thing. And we'll, we'll have that. Co- yeah, I think they bring it up. Yeah. But first, I love Sally's using the use of tissue. She like takes one little yeah. wipe with a tissue, throws it in the floor. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's gross. And that's gross. one thing I liked about this is the blocking with mm-hmm. the scene when it goes from when he first comes over to the apartment. You see like little movement there. It goes from the living room into the bedroom, and then in the bedroom he's. Like I said, like she's going back and forth and she's just taking a tissue, wiping, throws it on the floor, talks, talk, talks, grab another tissue as the same thing. Yeah, it's really well done. Yeah, and this is where, you know, we find out Sally, she's upset because of what you just said. He didn't want to marry her, but he, he's willing to get married. It was what was wrong with her. Oh, yeah. Why did he not want to marry her? Yeah. And that's a crushing thing. Yeah, it <laughs> is. Really I mean, for you do. It could just be a time thing for him. He needed to yeah. mature more, and you know. But as as the person that was the recipient, she's gonna feel like mm-hmm. you know it was it, something had to be wrong with her for him to do it. Yeah, like, girl, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. She's like she's worried about being forty, which Sally's scared that she won't be married by forty. <laughs> yeah, but she's got eight years to go. Then she said she's talking about Charlie Chaplin, how he had kids at seventy three, and Harry's like, oh yeah, too old to she pick them up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was saying like it's different from men because you guys go and make babies their whole life, right? But he's got a point. If you're having kids at seventy three, yeah, what are you really going to be able to do with them though? At that point, you're yep. I mean, there's a lot of men still in shape at that age, but it's still going to be hard to keep up with a little kid at that age. I don't care how yeah. in shape. Well, you are. and then I mean, there's some men that in their seventies are having kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at um, well he's he's gone now, but 
Larry oh. King. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I mean the time he passed away, he had two little ones at yeah. least. And I think he was at least in his seventies, if not maybe eighty. So Harry gives Sally a hug. He offers to make some tea, and she's like, "I just want to be held." And and this is what gets us to that point because then they start kissing. They're going, know they're going to bed together. Finally, it took yeah about damn time. Yeah, as soon as they did that first kiss, I was like, "Oh,", oh. and then but like two, they hold me more. I was like, "Oh,", oh. Yep. and then they start yeah. waking up in the morning, and she's like, got a big smile on her face. Well, you have to remember, it wasn't the next morning, was it? It was like. No, no, no. Yeah, no. It was, yeah, it was like the next day, because he was getting dressed and he said he had a um, was it a meeting? Oh, not yet, not or, yet, not yet. She wakes up and, when like, she first like wakes up. This is oh, right after. Okay, yeah. okay. She's got she's laying there with a huge smile on her face and he's just staring right. uncomfortable. You, yeah, you can tell he's yeah. thinking about that damn thirty seconds friendship. Through. She gets up. She's like, "You want any water?" She's going to get water. She's pouring water in, and she, and then it, it dawns on her that. Oh shit, he's probably thinking about wanting to leave like he does. Mm-hmm. And then she goes back, gets in bed, and you can tell they're just uncomfortable. And then it wakes up the next morning with Sally waking up and he's already getting dressed, saying he has to go. But he's like, Look, I gotta go home, change clothes, go to work. But I'd like to take you to dinner tonight. So he's he's trying to be nice about it at least. Right. Offering to do another dinner and not just be gone, which Which is what he would normally do. Which, what do you normally do? I guess it'd be hard with a friend, even if yeah. you did take that extra step. I like to like how at this point they end up calling their friends Marie and Jess, yep. and how because this was a good scene too. I like the mm. it's like the four way call, but yeah, in the middle you got Marie and Jess in their <laughs> in their bed in that morning on their side, and they, and they have their phones, own phone, their own phone <laughs> with their own phone line. <laughs> That's crazy to me. <laughs> and meanwhile, you got. Uh, Sally talking to Marie and Harry talking to Jess and just the way that the dialogue goes back and forth between all four of them and it doesn't feel awkward or out of sync or anything of that sort but I will say one thing I'm surprised that as close as they were with their phones in the bed Mm -hmm. that the ones couldn't hear something you know they couldn't really hear something yeah 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 I would have like and I would have at least immediately guessed and go, has Harry talked to uh, Jess yet? <laughs> you know, yeah. I would have picked that up right away. Same thing with Harry. And then we get a, we get a scene and it shows Harry's side, and they're both preparing in their own way to say that it was a mistake doing what they did. And that uh, hoping that she says it first. He's hoping she says it first. And she's hoping she gets she to did, say it even first. Though, even though he says it. They cut to it and then she does actually say it first. Yeah. When they're at dinner, and then and he has to say, he's like, like, "Oh, oh my God!" God. Yep. And she's yeah. like, "What?" Because <laughs> like she was expecting to be like, "No," you know, because I mean, she obviously liked it. liked what happened and right wasn't and everything, and then for him to be like, "Oh, thank God, you said it was awkward." She's like, "Wait, what?" And so she still had that surprise Pikachu face. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now I just <laughs> imagine you back going with the Pikachu face. Oh, jeez, yeah. So Seth saying Pikachu should be like make Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan <sighs> Make Ryan, I choose you. <laughs> oh goodness. <laughs> Lord, yeah. Oh, and then Harry starts he starts eating and he starts eating like he's very loud while he's eating. Very I don't, loud, yeah. I don't know salad. He, yeah, I don't know if he right knows in front this of loud. my salad, Harry. She's just noticing this for the first time that he's like this because she's starting to 
have that feeling, you notice different things about him, or if he's doing it intentionally because he's like, you know, happy to just sit here with someone and not have to talk because that's what yeah. they could do as friends. But you could tell she wants to talk and she just smiles like, yeah, mm-hmm. she's putting on that fake front right now. Mm-hmm. And then we get well, we most get, of them are putting on a front. Like it's just well, that's yeah. true. That's true. They are both putting on both. They're right. Uh, they're just like uh, that's where it drives you up the wall as the viewer because you're like oh for god's sakes just say you like each other at this point like there's no denying it there's no denying yeah. it at this point yeah there's no what, denying like you guys it. talk about everything else for this many years you guys have known each other for a long time just freaking say it just get it out and open who's that comedian that would yell all the time oh sam kennison yeah oh yeah just like just say it Yep. <laughs> That's what they needed was <laughs> Sam Kennison there at the table and <laughs> Now we get a quick scene of Harry Walker and he's talking with Jess and then we cut to Sally and she's with Marie. Now she's now trying on her wedding dress. And apparently I don't know how much oh, time but poor Marie. I'm sorry, but Sally was a bad girlfriend in this situation. Oh. Say it, Chris. Tell us how you truly feel. Oh, I'll let it, I'm just gonna let it all out. Like <laughs> she sits there and she's like what do you think, really? And then she's in there going, I think it's a beautiful dress. No, that was not a beautiful dress. <laughs> that was ill-fitting. <sighs> ill-fitting, and it swallowed her up. Mm-mm. Nope, yeah. nope, nope. And the bad thing is, Marie sat there and still took it. I'm like, if you know it's your dress, you're only going to look in the mirror and start crying because you know it's going to be, that's the one. The <laughs> one you're, you're going to love and fall in love with. She didn't no, do that. She, she didn't do that because Sally was way too distracted with thinking about Harry. Harry yeah. That's right. Is so that for fact? I think for that moment, Sally was most likely like, "Yeah, I'm ready to go." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that looks nice. Yeah, looks great. You're right. However, I will say she did punish Sally by putting her in a really pretty awful bridesmaid dress. Yes, because Sally asks, she wants to know if Harry's dating anyone, and Marie says that he's seen someone, but she doesn't think it's anything too serious. And then we cut to the wedding, and yeah, Harry is the best man, and of course Sally's the maid of honor. Of course they would be; they're best friends. Of course, and they can't even—they can't even look at each other. You know, Harry. I was going to say too the other thing. Like, I know they had to do it for the camera purposes and all, but do you guys also think that Harry and Sally were way too close in during the proceedings? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, they would. Yes, they were definitely. I was like, that's a little too close in there. Yeah, they, they would definitely have more room to be a part than that, Stage right? Room, yeah. yeah. It's like you can hardly see the, the bride and groom with them like clogged up right over there, too. Clogged up. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You're clogging up, You're the, clogging camera. up the camera. Uh, and then we get Sally talking to a different friend, and Harry comes over, and Sally just looks annoyed. And he's trying to talk to her. He's asking her questions. And she's like, I don't want to talk to you, Harry. And he's like, what? It happened three weeks ago. Because she's like, it just happened. For him, it's three weeks ago, so... It did just happen. Three weeks is not a lot of time passed, but for him, no. he, he acts like it's forever. Oh, that's forever mm-hmm. ago. You should be over that by now. So, yeah, <clears throat> like he's really over it. Not. Mm-hmm. And, and then <laughs> Harry compares Sally to a dog, saying, for you, one year is like seven years or something. She can't get over stuff. So, oh. terrible, she terrible said, stuff. Me, a dog? <laughs> no, you're a dog. And then Sally's like, she starts storming out, but then she turns to Harry and she's like, come on. Come on, we get because they yeah. have this conversation out in the hallway. Uh, and they're arguing about whether or not it was actually a mistake that they slept together. And Sally's thinking that Harry took p- pity on her 
She ends yeah. up slapping Harry. Meanwhile, you get <laughs> meanwhile while they're having this, you get Jess in there starting to give a toast for Harry and oh, Sally yeah. being the best friends <laughs> ever and helping. Like, if we didn't find them, them attractive together. that night, we wouldn't be together. I was like, <laughs> backhanded compliments all around, all around. Now we see where he got that from. He got it from Harry. There, yeah, there you go. It rubs off, I guess. That's a good point. All right, now we're at Christmas again, and this time we get Sally getting the tree by herself. So this time she did get the tree. We get her. She was her dragging part. the thing. She was having to drag the tree, whereas when it was the two of them, they both had one in. You know, you, you need that partner sometimes. You need it. So, yeah. Getting a big tree, that's one of those situations. And we get her, and Harry's in there. He's leaving a message on her machine because, hey, back then, folks, we all had answer machines on landline phones. Something a lot of people <laughs> don't know about these days, probably. I remember the first time I heard about an answering machine. I thought it was like an actual like robot that would pick up a phone off the hook and answer the <laughs> phone for you. Oh, no. <laughs> so I was like traumatized when I was told that we were getting an answer machine. I was like, well, I wasn't traumatized. I was more like you're curious, scared, scared, but curious that like we were going to have this like robot <laughs> would, like answer the oh, phone. Oh, my God. First. Skynet. Uh, exactly. Yeah. That's awesome, though. I like it. I never knew that, Jeff. That's that's a new story. To I me. kept asking my mom. I was like, "How does it answer?" Well, it picks up the phone, and I'm like, "But like, does it like it grabs the receiver?" <laughs> exactly. I'm like, "Does it just grab?" I'm like, "It grabs the phone and answers it." And she, mom's like, "Yeah, it just picks up the phone, and you know, the phone calls and it picks up." I'm like, and in my head, I'm just picturing this like robot machine just like picking up a receiver <laughs> off the hook. Wow. Oh, wow. That is that is great, Chad. That's great. <laughs> but yeah, Ari's leaving her a message saying that it, it's time for forgiveness. You know, she, she's got to get over it and forgive him. He, he's sorry, but she's got to get over it. Which Then we get Sally. She's at home again, calls again. She just still won't pick up. Then we get Harry talking to Jess about the fact that she won't call him back. And <laughs> And then Harry went back and must have bought that karaoke machine because now he's singing yes. to her, <laughs> doing the karaoke on her machine. Call me. I don't know. He didn't actually call sing it like that. Doing the song. Right. Call me. Call me. Sing it. Just sing it. Call me. Call me. Call me. Call me. Call me. Uh, I love the fact there's just like a little bit of Cartman in there. I know, right? <laughs> we need to totally get Josh to karaoke that. No, I don't think so. Anyways, <laughs> so this time when he's doing the karaoke, Sally does finally pick up. She's like, you know, I was just about to leave. And he's saying he's sorry. And he's he's like, do you have a date for New Year's? We said we'd do this together if we didn't have anyone. And she's like, Harry, I'm not your consolation prize and hangs up on him. So she was fine with it at first, but once they took that next step, starting to muddy the waters there. Mm-hmm. Harry's at home. It's New Year's Eve. He's watching. I can't. I can't remember. It had to be He's watching Dick Clark's. Yeah, <laughs> Dick Clark's rocking New Year's. Eve. Oh, you're right. Yep. He was watching that, and he's mushing down some Malamar. Mal- yeah, because he said it was the best key in the world. You know what, though? <laughs> Honestly, that looked like a good ass time to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's Chad's New Year's. Just sitting there watching. Uh, the ball drop and munch out some fucking Malamar. <laughs> Meanwhile, like, man, that's that's awesome. That's, that's awesome. how Chad welcomed in 2022. I mean, social distancing. Just, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> he, he made love with the Malamar. 
Oh, oh Lord. No, I don't do food and sex. No. <laughs> well, meanwhile, Sally's not practicing social distancing. She is actually dancing at the New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking social protocols. Oh, Damn it, get... Sally. Damn it, Sally. <laughs> Harry's tired of watching Dick Clark's New Year's Rock and Eve or whatever, Chad, because now he's out and, and you hear him talking. He's like, oh. Perfect time for window shopping because no one's out, no yeah. lights are on. I'm sure you're really getting. He's in that something. part of the town where it's not busy, right? Yeah, and then he looks. Dead. He looks over Quiet. and he does see. He does see one couple though, and of course that makes him long. And he's like, "Ah, I want that." You know. Mm-hmm. Hey, don't forget he ends up getting an ice cream. Oh, you're uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Got, <laughs> I did forget that. Honestly, I didn't write. Not only did he had his cookie, but he yeah, also so had his ice cream. cream. But he didn't yeah, he, finish it. That that's awful. Like you not finished that <laughs> your ice cream. He only had a little bit left. Him running down the street with damn. He only ice had cream. a little bit left. All he had to do was just like take a couple chunks out, and that's it. <laughs> but he, no, he just throws it in the trash can. I'm like, Chris, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Yep. Are you going to finish that story? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then we cut back to Sally. She, I didn't write it down. She, her her date told her some bad joke and she was just like, oh, I rolled her eyes. She went, leaned into Marie and she was like, yeah, oh, I'm going great. home. I'm going home. And she's like, when the ball drops in a couple of minutes, and she's like, yeah, she's oh yeah, she's like, traffic is horrible. You never get home. Yeah. Damn. Like, right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Harry's still Which, out by I mean, We've all been in that situation too, like where you're just like trying to get out of something. Your friends are just like, oh no, just stay for a few minutes. You're like, fucking stay for a few minutes. I'm just trying to be polite and say bye. So I get the fuck out of here. Go about my night. Josh, when was the last time you said something like that to a friend? <laughs> I, yeah, I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't remember. Um, Chad, tell I mean, me, when's the last time I situation. did that? I don't know. I mean, we've all been in that situation before, though. Some have you told Josh this before? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I said, said anything specifically to Josh. I only ever Chad just paused. They're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, like when you're with a, you're at like a party or something like that, you yeah. just want to go, and your friends are just trying to convince you to stay, and you're just like, no, don't. I'm not feeling this shit. Like, Chad's always been an old man, though. <laughs> Shut up, Chris. All right, so Harry, we cut to Harry. He's still back, and he's he's remembering all the early times with Sally. He's remembering the con- first conversation they had about how men and women can't be friends. And then he remembers actually kissing Sally that first time, and he starts running. He starts running towards that ball. He know he knows where she's at this whole time. I like course. how you said that, though, Josh. I got to give you credit because you made it with a sense of urgency. And then he starts running. Oh, you can tell Josh is kid because he's when he tells stories, like when he gets to the exciting parts, Josh, it's like he picks up the pace with his voice. <laughs> so you can tell you know, Josh, has, Josh, Josh reads with his kid. Right. So yes, Harry, Harry starts running towards the ball. <laughs> Sally, Sally's looking sad at the party. She tells Marie and Jess that she's leaving. Harry's trying to get a taxi. It's almost midnight. He needs to get there. And Sally's like, you know, I don't have anyone to kiss. And of course, Harry runs right into the building and Sally sees him because she she looks grateful, but then she, she she like sinks and then she toughens up. Like, no, I got to put on this this front. She got to put on her mm-hmm. tough face. And Harry tells Sally he loves her, and then they're arguing. And they're arguing when the New Year hit, and she's like, "It's not fair. It's not fair." And he lists all the things he loves. And I think I I think it's I have cute. it all. There. It was very cute. cute. Yeah, yeah. he's like, "I love the fact that it takes you an hour and a half to order yep. a sandwich." Yeah. <laughs> And I love what he's like. But I love the way that your eyebrow crunches up when you get that wrinkle above her nose. Yep. yep. And she just kind of looks at him like, but that that line where he's like, I love that it takes you an hour and a half to order a sandwich. I just lost at yeah. that point. I was like, oh my God, that's true. 
And then and then he ends it with the and this is the famous line from the movie. When you realize you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody, you want the rest of your life to start as soon as possible. I love that you get cold when it's 71 degrees out. I love that it takes you an hour and a half to order a sandwich. I love that you get a little crinkle above your nose when you're looking at me like I'm nuts. I love that after I spend a day with you, I can still smell your perfume on my clothes. And I love that you are the last person I want to talk to before I go to sleep at night. And it's not because I'm lonely, and it's not because it's New Year's Eve. I came here tonight because when you realize you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody, you want the rest of your life to start as soon as possible. And Sally, she's, she's like, oh, I hate you, Harry. And then you realize, you know, they kiss, that she loves him. She yeah. had to say See, it. That's what I want. Like, that's I what I want. You, I realize I can't hate you. I, that's what I want. I want somebody that I can look at, somebody I love that I can look at in the eyes and be like, I hate you. And know exactly what I mean. That's what I want. That's, that's, your, love that's language. your goal. That's my that's my love language. Okay. I can only express my love through, through yelling hate. and anger. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's, that's how true. I love. Okay, it's the way God Chad built me. Chad's a lot to him. Yeah. <laughs> Any lady who gets him, they got to be strong. <laughs> they got to be strong. That's strong. And they got to be able to put him in his place <laughs> on occasion, at least. We get that classic New Year song. I can't ever remember how to say it. All yes. the yeah. should old, old cadavers be Well, yes, that. that's the Crypt Keeper version. That's the version I normally think of too, Chad. That's what, works. I love that. But old acquaintances. Should old acquaintances <laughs> say goodbye yeah. to old cadavers? And they're like, hey. what does that mean? They're like, I don't know. Like, you should, forget, you should remember that you forgot your old friends or something. Well, Harry questions it, but Sally's like, it's it's, it's remembering old friends, Harry. Got to remember your He's old like, but friends. But then why would you remember them if you can't remember your old friends or something? Like, well, oh, hey, maybe neither one of them could remember Amanda at first. That's so. true. Exactly. Again, justice for Amanda. Justice for Amanda. <laughs> there you go. It comes full circle. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it comes full circle. And now we get our last little vignette of a couple, except this time it is Harry and Sally telling about yeah. their love story and telling how the first time she met him, she hated him. And the second time they met, he didn't even remember her. And then the third time, they became friends for a long time. And after getting together at New Year's that night, they married three months later. And, that and then what I love the most about this is that he even was like, yes, we had a giant coconut cake. Yes, the cake. Yeah, but we yeah. had the chocolate sauce on the side. Like, yes, and the coconut, the too. Yeah, because he was, she was like, yeah, well, the, the chocolate the coconut soaks up all the chocolate. Mm-hmm. So it has to be important to be on the side. I'm like, oh, my God, this lady. Yep. <laughs> You're and right. I was like, a coconut cake? Uh, I know, coconut cake? Ugh. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a fan of coconut cakes over here either, so I get it. You know, the weird thing is, now I kind of look back at the, the movie as well, I like that, well, I don't want to say I necessarily like, but it's kind of funny that they are the only young couple in yeah. a vignette, but everyone else is an older couple, so I kind of wonder, should it have also been diverse in that way of having maybe some newer couples who got married as well and vignettes oh who are just newlyweds still yeah yeah but i also can't help but think too you know is that saying like you two argue like an old married couple true so right. it kind of makes me wonder if like you know it was sort of a a nod to that like i guess you know, they yeah. were kind of like an old married couple that, but, i mean their, story, their story is very similar to some of those couples right. anyway you know mm-hmm. and that they knew each other for a long time yeah. before that, they... I also felt it was trying to get across the point that like once you find that true love, you will stick together. Like these people, yeah, once yeah. they finally found it, exactly they lasted yeah. till they were older. 
That's how I took it. Now we're going to go to the listeners of the show and see what they had to say about when Harry met Sally. Mail, motherfucker! First off, we'll go to Danielle Pally, and she says, I have probably made my husband watch this movie with me on Valentine's Day and at Christmas a bazillion times. One of my favorites. Shoot the flick. Well, either understandable because... Yeah. Oh, sorry. I was say it's understandable because it would have also worked for a good New Year's movie. Mm-hmm. It does, yeah. Oh, that's the other thing I wanted to mention earlier about it. If I have to watch another movie with fucking Christmas shit in it, I'm going to riot. <laughs> <laughs> How many goddamn movies have we had to watch with Christmas in it? You're God right. Damn it. You're right. Well, to be fair, you didn't know Harry Miss Sally was going to I didn't. I went into this completely stuff. blind. Yeah. But still, I was mad with the two fucking Christmas scenes and the New Year's scene. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> Chad, tell us how you really feel. You love Christmas? Uh, my friends over at Shoot the Flick, Scott and Frankie, they just say, I love this movie. And some guy here named uh, CBC Monkey says he's excited for this one. He's yet to see, see the movie. So Some fellow. Yeah, oh, some what fellow. a dork. Nerd. Nerd. Get out, nerd. <laughs> Then we have the nerdy photographer. He says the scene in the Ooh, store. Oh, sorry. Uh, well, I love nerds. So, <laughs> you know, nerdy photographers are thumbs up for me. There you go. The nerdy <laughs> photographer says the scene in the store when his ex walks up. Such a New York City moment. It's the biggest small town and you run into people you never thought you'd see. Mm. Also, whenever a situation is very awkward, I'll just bust out a Helen to break the tension. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Or instead oh. of doing, instead he could take Helen and just do like Stella, but instead <laughs> just go Helen. <laughs> <laughs> then a uh, uh, previous guest on the show, actually Peter, Peter in London, Peter Bukowski, says that's one of my favorite movies. I love Nora Ephron's writing. It's a great rom com about friendship and relationships. It's so smart. Meg Ryan and Billy Crystal have great chemistry. I love them together. Also, Carrie Fisher steals her scenes. I watch it every Thanksgiving. It says it's my unofficial start to the holiday season. The autumns in New York are gorgeous. And I remember talking to him. He talked yeah. about loving coming to New York because he's in the UK, but he yeah. has been to New York. So the five day rentals podcast says it's my wife's favorite movie. I have to sit through it as penance for the usual. Tra- or, uh, yeah, I have to sit through it as penance for the usual trash I watch. I can't blame her. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the thing is, honestly, this is one of those movies that like, you know, it. You know, most guys don't like rom coms, but this is like one of those movies that, you know, if you have to watch it, like you're not being mad. Oh, so it's, it's very, it's smart. It's it is. Smart. It's a really good one. Yeah, it's not like watching you know, wait. You know, was <laughs> the Made New York movie oh, with yeah, yeah. Jennifer Lopez. Ugh. Five Day Reynolds continues. Can't blame her. I mean, Billy Crystal just oozes sexual energy. Just seeps right out of those size twenty six Levi's. Oozes. Size 26 Levi. Man, I'm envious. <laughs> well, I guess he must, I don't know, maybe he did his digging on. I mean, they percent. did have that, you know, butt shot of his. And they the, did. In the beginning. In the car, yeah. yeah, yeah. With, uh, yeah, with Sally. Yeah. The Will of Horror podcast says, you know, I actually haven't seen this, which, hey, till this, guys, you hadn't seen it either, right? You'd only seen the clips, right? Yep, yep. Go watch it. Yeah, go watch it. It's really good, actually. My buddy Neil from At Neil Believes says it has to, it has one of my favorite movie endings ever. It's very beautiful, which, yeah, it really does. He's, and it's got mm-hmm. the gif of them two as the couple in the vignette there. Yeah. My buddy Carlo over at the Movie Loot says, holy shit, my favorite rom-com. 
I did a special episode about it last year. Anyway, I love the chemistry between Crystal and Ryan and the way it shows this relationship growing. And so with him saying he did a special episode, he does special episodes where he'll pick out a certain scene. I haven't listened to it yet because he just told me about this, but I'm definitely going to be going back and listening. And I suggest all you go too because he'll break down the scene. It'll be like a 20-minute short episode where he just breaks down one scene from a movie. So I'm curious to see which one he chose. Yeah, because there's some good ones. Mm -hmm. Some good ones. Yeah. My buddy Jeff Hunt. At jhunt 6 says, simply the restaurant. Meg Ryan made me feel funny. Well, Jeff, if you're still listening, <laughs> I hope you, I, I don't know if we made you feel funny or awkward or what, but hope you got some enjoyment Hopefully we made you feel funny, too. <laughs> <laughs> and then, DM me. And, <laughs> DMs are open, y'all. So go have at it. Uh, and then Rio at Rio's Positive POV says, fantastic movie featuring the best scene ever in a restaurant. So... Once again, Rio, I hope you enjoyed what we performed there today. That's right. I think it was Oscar caliber. I think we all did a good job. Okay. I'm waiting for the porn industry to contact me. Okay, so maybe more like the AVN Awards. Okay. All right, so this was interesting. This podcast. When Harry met movies, so they obviously took their podcast name from this movie. But he's like, would you believe we haven't watched this film for the podcast, despite our name? Uh, I have, but probably a little too old for Harry, which is it's a father and son, and he's introducing his Mm. son to movies he grew up with in his childhood. I honestly think it's the best romantic comedy ever made. Great performances and a wonderful story. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's really well done. The dialogue is what keeps you. We keep saying that a lot, but that's what keeps you engaged and their chemistry yeah because i mean the thing is like it's you know it's not like um it's not like very visual oriented right. it's not yep. action oriented you know like the comedy is not physical it's comedy it's just very dialogue heavy mm-hmm. but it's really really well done although i do think it gives you great visuals of new york especially like oh yeah i'm guessing for yeah. the people in new york they love watching there are people that love new york like for yeah, me yeah. i've never been to new york so i don't get that connection that a lot of people do but yeah, I think there was kind of going circling back for a second. I remember when you were listing um, actors that they were considering, and I forget who it was, but I know one of the actors turned it down because they thought it felt like more Woody Allen mm, film, which that. I was like, right. I kind of see that comparison. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. My friend like Haley Woody says... Allen film sort of just wandered to nowhere. <laughs> That's true. Oh, yeah. True. Chad, you're going to previous person who just commented on this peter i'm not gonna like you for that because the movie he chose was a woody <laughs> allen film called manhattan murder mystery so <laughs> oh well, you did now well well peter <laughs> <laughs> you just go where the wind blows don't you <laughs> a friend Haley says i have never seen this film but that's okay, because in a couple of weeks, you'll get to hear Haley on, and we'll be talking about Evolution, starring David Duchovny, so she'll be on very soon. Oh, damn, I forgot and, about that movie. That's awesome. And then, my friend Jen S.L. says, I love this movie. It really ushered in two decades worth of thoughtful, intelligent, and funny rom-coms. So many rom-coms owe a debt to this uh-huh. classic, and I, I have agree. yet to see Manhattan shot more beautifully. The city was almost a character unto itself, and boy, did it make me laugh. It was. Yeah, that's a really good assessment. 
uh, New York really was the third character, or even the fifth character, I guess you'd say, in the movie. Like, it was the third leading character. It really was. <laughs> and then the cult-worthy podcast says, I love this film, but refuse to watch it with a significant other, as it always leads to fight over who's right and wrong during the breakup scene. So I Just watch it with yes. my mom when she visits. <laughs> oh, And that is... Well, those are that reminds critics. me, guys. Got a question for you. Okay. Considering the time jumps, do we have any idea of real what year it ends in? Yeah, like, I mean, it starts in seventy-seven. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely like eighty-eight. It does. Okay, I'll say eighty-eight, eighty-nine, something like that. Because <clears throat> it I know it takes place up? sort of like, yeah, it sort of takes place like over like a twelve-year period or something. Yeah, yeah. From what I can gather. So yeah, it's definitely like. Because the movie came out like 89, 90, yeah, something like 89. that. 89, yes. So it, it definitely ends in that modern day. Okay. That's right. Completely agree. I'm sure I caught that. All right. So that's all our listeners. Now it's time for us to give our scores. Chris, I'm going to let you kick this one off. Uh, I think I'm going to do... I think I'm going to do four. Four out of five for me. Same. Yeah, Chad, four same. out of five. I, I really enjoyed the movie a lot. You know, for somebody who... You know, when it only knowing that it was a rom com and right. knowing the famous orgasm scene, that was it. Yeah. But Speaking yeah, I really of that, and we didn't yeah. we didn't bring it up. I don't know if you guys remember. Do you remember on TBS they used to have the chimps performing famous scenes, and this was one of the ones they had chimps. I think so. It, now that you you mention it, it, rings a bell. But I think so. Yeah. Like they had this one. They had the chimps doing a uh, Thelma and Louise. They had them doing the Show Me the Money scene from Jerry Maguire. Oh. Yeah, I do. I do vaguely remember this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh man, <laughs> that I yeah, I brought up I some weird uh, memories there. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm, I was well. Actually, I was at four the first time. I'm at four and a half. I mean, this thing is damn near perfect. I think the only thing I want is for those couples to be the actual couples telling their stories. Yeah. They do yeah. such a good job, though. They yeah. do. I mean, it's it was, well it written. It's believable. Yeah, it's well written. I mean, it's. I guess. R-rated raunchy rom-com for getting Sarah Marshall would be my favorite rom-com, but man, this is like right <laughs> below it, like just barely below it. Yeah. I guess I, I give like, it. Some women would say like, of course you like that one because it's raunchy. <laughs> <laughs> maybe so, maybe so. <laughs> I do like raunchy comedy, so. All right, so up next after this, you guys will be getting Pete from the middle class film class, and we'll be talking about Whiplash. And then... These guys will be back, and the poll's not officially over, but it looks like we'll definitely be covering Swamp Thing. Yeah. <laughs> Don't boo a film, one. Chris. <laughs> what? Notice I was the supportive one. Yes, I noticed. Chris, don't be a sore loser now. Don't do that. <laughs> hey, it's every girl's dream to win. <laughs> but still, it'll be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, absolutely. I, I don't care what anyone says. I think we're all winners. <laughs> All right, so Chris, go ahead. Tell them everybody where they can find you. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Xtopher of Oz. You can find me on Twitter at CBC Monkey. Uh, I'm also on Mutterbox at one of the two screen names. I still haven't learned it yet. That's bad. But I'm, I'm on there. You can find me through Chad and Josh as well. So. Go ahead, Chad. Your turn. Yeah, you can find me on the Tweety Box, on the Instagrid, and Letterboxd. Uh, green screen grin or if you're lucky you can also find hot chat on Pornhub (laughs) (laughs) okay as always you follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at YNF movie pod 
the easiest thing to do is just go to linktr.ee slash ynfmoviepie. They'll have Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, all the different podcast plays, YouTube, all that good stuff. And until next week, you guys take care, and I will talk to you next time. Bip, 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 bip.